Bad snap. Bobble. Oh, Scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, LSU. From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. There's not a whole lot to lose, and I don't, I don't mean that in like disrespect to Tom. I just mean Collins. You know, we talked on the way here. He's made it 26 years in a row. It's not even in his realm of imagination that he might miss the tournament. And I don't think he realizes this. Yeah. Like, bro, look at the record. This team is like barely above 500. Yeah. You look at the schedule ahead. They're probably they don't have. They will any be good lucky. Wins. They will be lucky to finish at 500. The thing about it, like. And I hate the whole argument like this team has doesn't have a lot of talent. This team has talent. It yeah. does. It really does. And I've been saying this, harping on this. I'm tired of playing 12 guys. Just, Too much depth. Just play eight people. Cut your rotation. And he's like, no one's, no one's been able to cut themselves away from the... Dr- yeah, I don't care. Just pick like eight guys, nine guys, right. and let's go. I can't like I can't see Suzuko, Kithier... Bingham, Marble, like Paul, yeah, like just Hauser. We just like rotate nine bids, and I'm like, no, no one's getting a good feel for the game. Nobody. And and, and then you got Foster Lawyer playing all the point guard minutes. Man, now. I you know I, I this this absolutely stinks because I'm a huge Foster Lawyer fan. No, I'm a Foster Lawyer guy, but Foster Lawyer can kick rocks if he's not going to shoot the basketball. Well, this is what I'm saying. There. He's on the he's on the court for one reason, one reason, yeah, maybe one and a half reasons. He's a pretty good hustler. So you can take a couple charges here and there and dive yeah. on the floor. But the problem is now if you like if you're a Michigan State fan, which everyone listening to this is, you should want AJ Hogard to play more simply because he's a four year player and he has upside. Foster has hit his ceiling. Like he, uh, yeah. he, could, he could hit a few more threes here and there, sure. It's not gonna get any better. He's not gonna bring you anything extra, and he's still gonna be the same liability on defense that he's been for three years. He's a junior. I think that's what people don't realize. And I'm saying this as, you know, a Foster lawyer fan. When he dropped, what was it? 30, 20 against Eastern to start yeah. the season. That was electric. That was yeah, fun. Well, it was fun as hell. He's clipping threes. He's doing his thing, but it's against a Mac team. And then you throw him in the fire against Iowa, and he's still playing, all, like you said, all those point guard minutes. And to me, it just, I don't see the value. I, I want to see Hogard more. It's not even that. It's like, I'm fine with Foster getting a lot of minutes. I, I understand the point guard situation is not great, and I understand the offense moves better when Foster lawyers usually in the game. But he needs to shoot. He's out there to shoot yeah. too. Like yeah, I, I can't get over the fact that he was the leading. I think he has the most points scored in Michigan high school like basketball history. This might just be from someone who like watched and like followed his high school career. You're right. just like this guy could not miss threes. Everyone from the east side of Michigan understands that. Yeah, yeah. You literally, I I go to a semifinals game and De La Salle sits in the zone. Foster lawyers at thirty at half. Because he's just shooting over the like, and, and I, I don't know if he's lost his confidence. If he's out there, shoot the ball. The offense just looks way more. It w- looks way better when he's aggressively not hunting his shot, but just like not trying to avoid his shot. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. The whole point or situation, I think, is a lost cause. But I, I mean, you saw this week they had a nice one against Penn State, kinda. Like that, uh, Penn tried St- to lose that one. Yeah, they did. But Penn State's not a bad team, so I, I'm not gonna like go completely. Right, and, after and, well, them. Th- and that's how the Big Ten is because if you look coming up to like Indiana, that's nothing to scoff at if you yeah. get that win in in Maryland as well. But it's just like they need a signature win. They don't have one. They they have not beaten a good team yet. 
You know, that Duke yeah. win is not impressive. No. I, the Rut- Rutgers is the best one. They, but other than that, they have, like, nothing. They literally have yeah, nothing. you're right. And I'll say this. That I think this jump-started this other team, but, like, that loss to Purdue, I think, it has affected them since. You lose to Purdue, and then you get COVID, and then, like, now we're, like, out of the tournament. Yeah. Like, that's, like... Yeah, you're right, actually. It, that's it a just, huge turning point. It, it, and... I think you can mark that on the calendar as when this team kind of lost its mo- mojo almost. Like, they don't seem confident at all. Like, no one. On either side of the basketball. No, I, and, and I don't know. I, I, I There's plenty of opportunities for this team to get back into the bubble, but, like, I just don't I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think they're good. And I the regression of Rocket Watts and Joey Hauser have not been good. Like, Aaron Henry's been Aaron Henry. He's been pretty good. Like, I understand he's going to dribble in the lane and turn it over, like, six times a game. But, like, you take that with all the other stuff he does, with him being an unbelievable defender, well, yeah, just really not, good you, rebounder, and he, he his offensive game is nice. I like his mid-range offensive game. Yeah, you can't just not play him. And, no, no, yeah. yeah it was, that was ridiculous. I was like, dude, are you, they're down 12, and exactly. he's like, I'm going to bench it's Aaron just, Henry. It's do or die, pretty much. Yeah, that was unbelievable. And and this is the thing. If you zoom out in a big picture, like that, that is those – that kind of stuff is what propels you to the tournament or not. Yeah. Because, and I want to make a comparison here, Collins. I want to get your thoughts. The 2018 Oklahoma Sooners with Trey Young. Yeah. It was my senior year of high school, your freshman year here at Michigan State. That team went 18 and 14, and they went 8 and 10 in the conference play, and they made the tournament as a 10 seed because they're Oklahoma and they had one of the best players in the country. Yeah. So my thing is like, could you see this being somewhat of a situation like that? If Michigan State's able to finish two or three games above 500, that Oklahoma team, by the way, they also lost in the first round of the Big 12 tournament. So they did not finish the season strong at all. Their resume yeah. really wasn't that impressive, but they made it on merit. They're Oklahoma, and, and they had one of the best on. players yeah. in the nation. So I want to ask you, you know, given the national landscape too, as, as we can maybe shift in and talk some of, talk some of that yeah. in, in a second here. Could the Spartans still make it if they're a little bit above 500? They're on that bubble, but they're Michigan State, and it's Tom Izzo, and they played in a really tough Big Ten. I personally think this team has to get the 500 in the league. Just by if you look at their schedule, they need like some quality wins, and if they get the if they get to somewhat near 500 in the conference, and say they beat a Michigan or a Illinois, or, well, they would have to. They would have to beat or Ohio well, State. They would have to beat a couple of those teams to get there. Purdue is now ranked. Yeah, yeah so it's, I, it's 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 murderer's row down the stretch yeah. here, and you that's that is why not not to cut you off, but that's why that Purdue loss is so huge. Yeah, and that's why throwing in the towel against Iowa and losing by thirty and getting your ass kicked is so huge. Well, the thing I I mean not to take any credit away from Iowa, they like could not miss in the first half. Well, that's that's true. When Connor McCaffrey's got it going, that's like you're like okay. Well, you know what? Too real quick. We I mean we should probably talk about yesterday's game specifically for a yeah. second. Luca Garza only had eight points, eight rebounds, three of eleven shooting. Yeah, that is not good by his standards. The game plan yeah, was just twenty what seven twenty six a game twenty five point yeah. nine. So the the. The game plan clearly was to take him away, and they did a great job of that. Because if you look, like it was kitchen sink at Luca Garza, yeah. which you know was just kind of what Tom Izzo's always done with him and against good bigs in general. Like I, I think within the first three minutes, Marble, Hall, and uh, Bingham each got a chance to guard him, and then you know Hauser guarded Marble's him. Sis- really Sissoko had a shot off the bench to guard him. It was yeah. it was everyone guarded, and they they took care of that. It was Wieskamp or Wisecamp and McCaffrey. That literally just put a dagger in your heart. And what Nunji? That's yeah. the other guy off Nunji the bench. Can play, man. He had eighteen and eleven and six. He can play. He's off good. the bench. Yeah, 
Uh, so they, they got depth. They, they, I like Iowa, the way they play. They're they fun just, to watch. They shot the lights out, yeah. man. They, the, the Spartans literally took away Garza, everything. Yeah. And they still lost by 30 yeah. because they gave up, what was it, 52% from three? Yeah. That's, that's what Iowa shot? They were shooting that's like question. 80% with like five minutes left in the first half. Right. Like, at, at some point, you're like, okay, wow. Like, you're like, you can't even guard that. But, like, when you play Iowa, you got to score. They're not yeah. a great defensive team. And you're right. They kept... The thing about is, oh, he usually doesn't do that. Like, I, I think of, like, an Isaac Haas at Purdue or an A.J. Hammonds, a couple, like, dominant big guys, and they would be like, hey, Gavin Schilling, like... Go out there and try and do, but they don't have a defensive guy like that. And I thought it would be Marble, and it it hasn't. And, and that I think Bingham's the guy going forward. I think he's shown a little life here at the end of the season yeah. I, that you kind of saw in the beginning that you're you're hoping for because I think he has a lot of potential. But at the same time, like you said to Foster, he's a junior at this point. So how much more potential does he really have? But um, well, and even yesterday, I mean, only two points from his starting. He he had two points. Yeah. As your starting center. And he only played 13 minutes because he got into some foul trouble. And he only played 11 minutes in the first matchup. It's just weird. I, and another yeah. big part of that, too, Collins, like you mentioned, is the depth issue. It's just like... They're playing way too many guys. I Way, I, I, way too many. Just cut the rotation. I, like, I'm fine with all the like switching and swapping with like some of the guards. Like with Foster, Rocket, and like Hodder. I, I get that. And like maybe a little bit of Langford and like Brown. I'm fine with those rotations. I can't handle like Malik Hall not getting enough minutes. He's probably your third best player on this team. Fair. The, a, a, as what, not his like talent level or whatever, but like just what, what he brings you, what he's yes. been doing this whole year. He's probably your third to second best player. Well, and just in terms of upside and everything. Look, this team. Let uh, long story short, the team is not in a very good place. They're not making the tournament. They're not making They're the, not tournament make the tournament unless unless. I, they I, win the Big I, I, Ten no, tournament. I'm tired of saying unless, because they're not going to. Because Izzo, Izzo has showed how stubborn he is and how he just like physically can't... like. He's got to be the smartest man in the room sometimes. And, and, and I wish you'd just be like, hey, Aaron Henry, like we're going to throw... They kind of did that against Penn State. They kind of threw it to Henry every single possession. But I just wish you'd not... I don't need the head games when we're at 500. Like, like... We can lose that. Can we yeah. get some sort of sense of No, urgency? you're right. You're right. You're right. The only way they make the tournament is if they win the Big Ten tournament. Is that fair? I, you play to win the game. Or or if they get to the final well, uh, and lose to like Iowa again or Michigan no, or Ohio I, State, I think they could still make a case. They still have a chance to make the tournament just based on their schedule. They're not going anywhere. Based on their schedule, but they're not going to do like that. They might, they, this, is a, this is a realistic thing. They might be a first four team. Like they might. If no they, way. You don't if, think so? You don't I, think they could be one of those first two 11s? I, if, I just don't see this team making the tournament based on the schedule that they have. Like They have shown no proof that they can compete with really good teams. I think Iowa, it was probably the best game they played this year and lost by like seven yeah. or six or whatever. I mean, they yeah. had an opportunity to get that game in the OT. But other than that, like when they've played good teams, they have struggled. Like and especially on the road, like they're going to have a couple. And I know it doesn't matter with COVID and stuff, but they, they just... I just don't see it. I don't see this team flipping a switch. I, I don't I, either anymore. They, and because Saturday was that pivotal to me. Yeah. Like in my opinion, that was that it was pivotal an opportunity. because it wasn't. It's not just the loss. Obviously, you're supposed to lose that game. It's Iowa. They're the 15th, but you lost by 30. Yeah, you got steamrolled, and like you said, Collins, it's the way it happened to the point that it raises so many red flags, and there's still so many problems with this team that are unfixable in mid-February. What percentage do you put the blame on Izzo for this year? Because I, I ninety, 
I do too. Because, and, and Tom is all, I mean, and we're not saying like. Right, we're not calling it. for his job yeah, or anything. Not, like, it, yeah. It's just, he's done a bad job with this yeah, team. Yeah, I love you, Tom. Point blank, he's done a bad job with this team. Happy Valentine's Day, Tom. We yeah. still love you. But he's, we're just. He's probably having a bad Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, right it's now. just, man. And you know what, though? I will he's say just, this. They, they've done a bad job with this team. Because there's he, talent there. There is talent. I hate that argument that they don't have talent. They have talent. One of the most frustrating things as a journalist is when, like, your your source or whoever doesn't give you a good, like, yeah. interview or a good good anything. After that Iowa game, man, it was it was Joshua Langford and, and Tom Izzo speaking to the media. Yeah. The talk, talk, talk is so cheap, bro. Next like, it, I, I couldn't. It, hey, Mark. It Miss was Mark. Shout out, Mark. Happy Valentine's Day, Mark. Yeah. If you're listening. But it was, it, it's, it's the same thing. Every question, you know, at the end of the day, we got to be a lot better. We got to figure it out. It, it's, it's Matt Patricia esque to the point where it's just like, guys, you're not going to make the tournament. Yeah, you're, I don't know. You're going to, you real you are not going to make the tournament. It's, you're not yeah. good. Figure it out. But what I, the reason I bring They're that like up in the fit? What is the stages of like grief? They're in denial. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are. They are. Yeah. But, uh, Hank, we're gonna have to figure that out on the break. We're gonna have to look up the four stages of grief. Is that uh, what it I'll is? Get, I'll get on that right now. Yeah. Great to hear your voice, Hank. By the way. Yeah. But any, anyways, uh, Tom Izzo after that game, he he said, "I'll take a hundred percent of the blame for this game. None on my guys." He said that about I the think Iowa he's trying game. Trying to just like do some mental gymnastics there, but I I, I do think a lot of like. Starting the year, trying to play Rocket at the one, kind of losing. He kind of lost. Like Rocket Watts has lost his confidence offensively. Yeah, completely. Which is really too bad because it, he's he can get his shot against anyone. Yeah. That's like the one thing that you kind of had. Like you're banking on this year. Like we might not have a true point guard, but Rocket Watts isn't yet. He's like, a bucket getter. Yeah, he, he's in yet eighteen a game. And then like, we got yesterday. He airmailed two threes, and it's just like I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I like Rocket Watts too. I think. He's kind of, I thought, I mean, he's shown like a lot of like tough and gritness because his shot is going away. He's still a pretty good defensive player. Yeah. Like he hasn't like given, given up. I just don't like how they've used him. Uh, not even giving Hodger a look early in the season when weird. he obviously can play. Well, the only reason he ever started to get minutes was because, if you remember, against Detroit Mercy, Josh Langford was out. Yeah. So they brought in Hogard just to like, yeah. you know, take his minutes in the rotation, and then they were like, "Oh, this guy can actually play at this pace." Yeah, I, I, I don't get that. I don't know why they're <clears throat> not giving him the minutes he was getting. They were playing better when Hodger got minutes. Like that was like the one chess piece. That I they, mean, that was the peak of the season, really. The, the the win over Rutgers. Yeah, and then you're up twenty against Purdue, and then you, after that, it all comes crashing down. But still, like I it, like. You mix in Foster for 15 minutes at the point guard, and then you give the rest of those minutes to Hodder. And then and you can sprinkle Rocket in there every once in a while. But I, I, I just I don't get that. I And I've never understood how they've used Hauser. Because Hauser, if you watched Marquette, and I've said this a million times on the show, he could flat-out score. And he's more of a perimeter player, and they don't have anyone who can really run, pick, and pop. He would have been perfect with Cassius last year, but like, his confidence is gone too. He he's not seeing like, and, and it's affecting his defense because he is horrible on the defensive side of the ball. Well, you're right. His confidence is just zero because he's an outside in player and then trying to play him inside out. It's it stupid. Is, I don't. I don't. Yeah. He, he's so much better, Collins. You nailed it when he's on the peri- when he's on the perimeter. You can use him in so many ways. Yeah, like, he's did, a good screener. He's a very good shooter. Yeah, and he can drive it still, and he can post up. But I, I and he can like, face up, like he can literally do everything if he's on the perimeter. If you're trying to post him up down there, and you already got Marcus Bingham clogging up the paint as well, like it just doesn't. It's not conducive to winning. I just don't understand 
like how you watched that Wisconsin game and you're like, okay, this is how we need to use this guy. Like, get the ball to him on the perimeter, let right. him go downhill. Against a yeah, bigger... Christmas Day, 27 points on Christmas. Yeah, but like you saw that. You're like, oh, this is who this guy is. Like, exactly. he, his shot wasn't even dropping that day. He was like, okay, I'm going to get to the lane. Like, just he can do that. He's got a nice handle. But, I mean, that's Michigan State basketball in a nutshell right now. What are they, 12 and 10? And they, 10 and 8. 10 and 8, whatever. I mean, this team, they need probably, they need to saw. And what are they? Three and eight in the conference. Four and eight. Four and eight. So let's do it. Let's just real quick. There's six games left. I just want to run through. Just one. off the top of your head, win or loss at Purdue on Tuesday. Loss at Indiana on Saturday. Win. Illinois at home next Tuesday. Win. You think so? I they for some reason they have Illinois number. Is it was okay? A really good All right, job that's fair. It's at home. Ohio State at home next Thursday. Loss. Maryland at Maryland. Win. And then Michigan at home loss. So uh, three and three, right? That's what you got them yeah. at. You got them at three and three. So you got them finishing at thirteen and eleven. They're not going to make that tournament if they do that. And and and, th- and that you know what, Collins? That was a very that was like almost best case scenario. I hate to say it. I hate to be like pessimistic. Three and three. Yeah, five hundred the rest of the way is pretty. So they lucky. Get, so they get Purdue, and then who's after Purdue? Indiana. Indiana. Say they win those two games, I think they're back on the bubble just because it's Michigan State. Yeah. And you get the Syracuse treatment, but I don't know. No, that's fair. You get the Syracuse treatment, you get the 2018 Hoosiers treatment. Yeah. Sooners, not Hoosiers. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, one thing I did want to do today, because we've been, I mean, it's been football season for the last, like, what, five, four to six months. No one's really been paying attention to college hoops. I wanted to talk a little national college hoops. And because Trent and me and Trent watch a lot of college troops, it doesn't yeah. matter, like it could be Michigan State, it could be anywhere in the Big Ten, it could be nationally. I watch, a, I love college troops. It's probably my this is probably my favorite time of year, like this little stretch before March Madness, and then you get March Madness. It's awesome, yeah, and I it's love. a lot sweeter when you know your team is in the mix. Okay, so, you didn't have to bring that up, well, but I, I, you yeah, know, whatever. But I, I, we got four things team people need to pay attention to, team you don't like, top dog you like the most, and what's the best conference. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to say, okay, the Big 12 to me has been a very sleeper conference, I think. But top to bottom, I'm still going to say the Big Ten's the best in the nation just because I've watched so much Big Ten basketball. I disagree. Okay, so my thing is, like, I just... Why, why do you disagree just because you're kind of sick of like saying that? Because to me, it's like, I don't think it's that close, really. I think the Big 12 From is, top to bottom. I think Big 12 is definitely more top... Eh. Like, there's only one bad team in the Big Ten, and it's, it's Nebraska. In, in well, it's in Michigan State, Maybe, I guess, yeah. yeah. But, but uh, I mean, I I just, I don't, like, everyone's like, the middle in the Big Ten's awesome. I'm like, what, it, how awesome is it? It's like Michigan State, Purdue, and, I mean, Purdue, I, Purdue's kind of creeping to the top of the conference. Indiana, like, I... Like Maryland, I don't like Maryland this year. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. like. I I just don't think it's that good and that deep that, as people are saying. I think the top is really really good because Michigan's. I, I mean, I don't know how Michigan responds today against Wisconsin, but the way they were playing, they were a top three team in the country, no doubt. So that, and then you got Illinois and Iowa, who I think just have really high ceilings, and they could do a lot of things. Solid tournament teams, like yeah. 16 teams, probably. And then Wisconsin, super experienced. They're really good. But, I, like, I, I – and you know what? You can make the same argument with the Big 12 because Kansas isn't good this year. Right. And, and I, I, you, I don't know 
like TCU, that TCU Oklahoma State area, like it's not great either. Right, but Oklahoma State obviously has the Cape Cunningham draw, so yeah, that, that's a lot of that's pretty. I sexy. guess the Big Ten's like the best conference, but I think everyone's just it's not that good. Well, okay, I'm tired of like crediting Indiana and Michigan State as like right. Oh okay. yeah, that's a murder. Like they're not that. Have you watched Indiana play? They have no point guard. They yeah. can. It's like they have uh, it since Yogi. Yeah, they literally are like, hey, let's start the Trey Shats and Davis and see if he could get out of like a quadruple team because. That's literally their offense. Oh, guess what? He can't. And then yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. No, but Collins. And then Archie's like sweating a storm, getting into player. I'm like, Archie, can we get some sort of offensive set going? To get something? Dave? Yeah, something. Can we get someone open? Yeah, no. No, but Collins, can't. you're right. You bring up a good point. I think in terms of like conferences, I, it just depends how you quantify this. The conference with the most contenders is not the Big Ten, right? Like, it, eh, I, just think, got, I think it is. That's, I. I I kind of just like talked in a circle, basically getting back to the point that Big Ten's probably the best conference this year. But either like, either way, I'm just I, I just think yeah, while while you know the the whoever wins the national championship might not be from the Big Ten. The the Big Ten just clearly, in my opinion, has the most like competitiveness, firepower. Anyone could upset anyone any given night. Kind that, of like it's just that's think, how it's been this year. I did, that's the point. I disagree. Like Iowa to me is the best team in the conference, but. You think so? I After don't, I Saturday, I do. Just cause it's probably recency bias, but they're not going to win the conference. They're yeah. third in the conference. They got a lot of ground to make up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Michigan's the best team in the Big Ten personally when they're going because Dickinson has just been awesome. Like, yeah, how tall he's is he? Unguardable. Seven one. I he's the way they use him. Like Juwan Howard's done a fantastic job. By the him. way, on the impact isn't I called him Charles Dickinson. That's awesome. Like Charles Dickens? Yeah. Like a Christmas Carol Oliver twist? Yeah. Nice. There you Sloan, go. Sloan was chirping me for that, by the way. But, there you go. But, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But okay, move on to the next one. Top dog you like the most. So when I think of top dogs, I'm thinking of the Michigans, the Gonzagas, the Baylors. Out of those three, or maybe you can include a couple other teams, what top dog do you like the most? Uh, Baylor. But to be honest, none of them. I don't. Whoa, I, let, let me, let, you don't no. like any of them? You well, take, not to win. No, I don't. You take the field. I, I took. Over. I took a bet on on the Barstool Sportsbook. I'm allowed to say this now. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Um, that is the field over Gonzaga and Baylor. It's like wow. you need to take Gonzaga and Baylor. You can take the field. Here's my thing with Gonzaga, and I won't spend too much time on this because they're probably going to end up winning it and making me look like an idiot. But I just, dude, at some point, okay. First of all, and this isn't this is not a hot take. If they don't win it this year, they are never going to. Let's just is that fair to say? Because I don't know. They're no, no. Good, listen, dude. this this year. They are clearly the best team in the country, right? Yes. So it's like if, if, and they've been knocking on the door for 10 years. So if they don't, more than that, 15, if they don't win it this season, they're just not going to win it. It's not going to happen. A team from that conference is not going to win the national championship. And yeah. all the respect to Mark Few, but here's my thing with this team, is I'm watching them play last night, and they win by 39, right? Yeah. They're an offensive juggernaut. They play cupcakes, but they schedule really good non-conference. Yeah. The problem is that's so early in the season, and then they just beat up on teams that I think when they make they get to the tournament and you get in these like tight games, and it just they just, something doesn't click. You're only like 90% there. Because yeah, you, because but, you played you slept walked you sleepwalked is that the correct slept walk slept walk or sleepwalked I, I, I don't think either I don't, one I don't, I don't like think either, either one of those. yeah that was not I don't right. like you you, you sleepwalked <laughs> through the last two months go. of the schedule do you get what I'm saying yeah but so like, that's why I, I just don't subscribe so to it good, in general yeah. and Baylor to me just playing in a better conference we just talked about the Big Twelve that to me is like I Baylor can trust can that play, more man. yeah Baylor yeah and they're athletic as hell I just trust Baylor but what about you I'll I like Gonzaga. 
and Baylor. I I would take those two against the field. I personally would. You wouldn't. I think they're just wasting. It's a weird here. year, dude. I mean, it's a weird year. If you really look at the other contenders, I can't e- see because that's the thing. If you ask me to put my money where my mouth is, I can't even tell you like three other teams yeah. that I like more than those teams. No, it's I just that- I I think those two are in the, another like class of their own. And I think when Michigan gets rolling, they can kind of get into that little tier when they're rolling, rolling. But like on a consistent basis. Like Baylor's got four guards that are legit, like good college basketball guards, and that's that's gonna win you a lot of games in the tournament. And, and John Zadja's just like, how do you stop this team offensively? And Suggs is awesome. Suggs is gonna be an awesome NBA player too. I, yeah. I could see him getting in the mitts for the number one pick by the end of this year because that's a good take. Because I, I like everyone's kind of. The last like, two weeks, Kate Cunningham stopped. I think it's fallen a, a lot. Bit. Yeah, they're like, is this guy really athletic enough and stuff like that? I personally think Kate Cunningham's the best player in college basketball. Not best player, best prospect in college basketball. Him, Mobley. Yeah, I love Evan Mobley out of USC, but I think Suggs athletically and the fact that he's finally just this is the first time he's really committed to playing basketball because he was a dual sport guy. Like I, I think Suggs at the end of the day could get in the midst to be the number one pick. But I like Gonzaga more than Baylor. And, and, and I think Gonzaga is going to win the title this year. And I, I think it's the thing about Gonzaga, though, you like know it immediately in the tournament. Like, immediately. It's like the second round, and they're in a battle with like Wichita when they lost, they lost to Wichita that one year. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're like, okay, this isn't happening. This is why I'm saying, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying There's to like put them down. They're locked just, in. They, you know. Well, you they know. made it, what year was it? 2017, they made it to the final? Yes. That was the worst officiated game ever. That was pretty tough. That was not a fun game to watch. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just so I, you trust him. I trust Gonzaga. I See, trust I, Mark View. I just I don't trust him because of history. But I, I, I because my thing, Collins. I know this is the best Gonzaga team so far, and I know yeah. they're the best team in the nation. We just got to see how it pans out. Okay. That's so cliche, but this is this is kind of a harder question. But like team that people like that you don't like. Know what I'm saying? Like Gonzaga, over, yeah, overrated. You don't like Gonzaga. Oh, that, I just, I, 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 just gave my spiel. I, I, yeah. I guess. Uh, okay. God, I don't want to come off. This is, a, is the, Can I say Michigan? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't I, think Michigan makes it to the Elite Eight. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> hey. I, I disagree. I like Michigan a lot. If you, I, I think okay. I okay. offensively, they are just really, really good. Let me take back what I just said. They're not making it to the Final Four. Elite, That's fine. I think they make it to the Elite Eight. How's that? I mean, Elite Eight's still a big job. I think. Well, yeah, but they're they keep your the third say, best team in the nation. Back off your take. Do you think they're going to make the Elite Eight or not? Yeah, I do. Okay, it's a weak year. I, I do, good. and they're going to get a really favorable. Good. I mean, they're going to be the one seed, and they're going to be probably in a pretty weak. Actually, I don't know. I mean, okay, let me look at Michigan's schedule real quick because I was doing this the other day. They really they've lucked out in the Big Ten scheduling this year. They have. They had but, a good schedule. But let me give you their but their final six really games. Good. I mean, their final six games. It's ranked opponents, and then Michigan State. Yeah. So they play Wisconsin, who's twenty first of the nation. Rutgers is twenty fifth. Ohio State, who's fourth. Oh, Indiana, they're unranked. Iowa 15th, and then Michigan State. I wonder how many games they get rescheduled to, just because they've been off for three weeks. They'll probably well, get I, two more rescheduled. One or two, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird right now, because there's not really... Yeah. You have I to do know. it like the I middle like of the Michigan. week. The team that I like, that people like, that I like hate, is Illinois. And I'm, I love... Okay. I know you did. You, you were I in on DeSumo and Kofi Coburn and everything. I love Brad Underwood. I love him. I love his intensity. I love like I when he first came to the conference, they used to play like this pressure, like just, like defense type of thing that was so weird, and I thought I, lo- I loved it. But they don't really do that anymore. I I just think every time they they play a bid matchup, they they falter, 
and, and as good as Io is and as clutch as he is, he can't like carry you. I think like Kofi is pedestrian in big games. He had like it, I don't know. I don't want the stats in front of me, but every single time I see him in a big matchup, he usually struggles. And I just real I, I do not like Illinois, and they just have the feeling of a team that loses in the second round of the tournament. I can't disagree. And, I really can't. And, because and they don't have like a third scorer either, which I thought they would. Like Trent Frazier's hit a couple shots for you. That big recruit Adam Miller has been on and off. He's actually kind of been the rats factor. I think it's like if he scores over nine points, they're like 10 and 0 or something like that. But like when it, like that Baylor game, they just, I think that that was a tight game the last 10 minutes. And then Baylor's like, okay, we're better than you guys and we're tougher than you guys. And they just took it over. Yeah. I just, I, I, I I like Illinois, and when I watch them, I'm like, this team has like all the pieces to be really, really good. But like, I just there's something about them that I think they're going to lose early in the tournament. So here's a here's a question I have for you about Illinois: Is this is it unfair to say that they've un, they've they've underachieved? No. Which is kind of crazy because they're the sixth team in the nation right now, per you know by the AP poll, and they're second in the Big Ten. They're still you know a fighting chance of, to, to win it. Yeah, they've turned it around the last like, two weeks than what they've like. I, I I just I don't trust them. I were really they the don't. favorite to win the Big Ten coming into the season? I think Iowa was. Iowa. I, okay. Iowa's another team I don't love either because they just don't guard anyone. But I I mean, whatever. Shoot or shoot, man. I, if they get hot, I mean, I don't know how you like beat them. Like I, they can score with the yeah. best of them. I mean, we saw that sun Saturday, but I albeit mean, against at the same State. time, Gonzaga outscored them when they played in a preseason game earlier in the year. But uh, I mean, other than that, I I. I just I, I just don't trust Illinois, but okay. Last one, team people need to pay more attention to. I'm going to answer this question in the context of, like, if you're thinking about your bracket in a month here. Yeah. Belmont. Okay. Belmont Bruins. They're 22-1. and Love one. that. They're Love that. 22-1, and one and somehow they're not in the AP Top 25. I'm looking at their schedule. Every game they win by 15-20, to 20, and again, I'm sure they, they play in the Ohio Valley, but it's just like... Hey, Murray State's nice. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah hey, they're, they're Morehead State, they're all right, yeah. too, but... No, uh, Belmont, dude. They're, they're, that's a classic team. That's like a that's your twelve five upset, maybe. Yeah, I, I think people early in the season because Drake covered like every single game. They're like, oh, look at Drake, look at Drake. They just got hammered by Loyola yeah. Chicago. Loyola Chicago can play. They got score, outscored fifty to twenty in the second half, yeah, I believe. Yeah, they can play. So I like Loyola Chicago as a team. People need to pay more attention to. But uh, this is a weird one. I think people need to start paying more attention to Texas. We, and, and they've struggled a little bit. Down I love there. Shaka Smart. I love Shaka too, and that might just be my like blinded like bias. But like, you look at them athletically; they they are tough. I like. I know they've lost a couple tough ones. They lost a really tough game to Texas Tech. They had a bunch of COVID issues too. But I I just in Texas has a lot of talent. They have experienced guards. Great coach. And, and I mean, I just and you got an NBA lottery pick and Red. What is it, Brown? Yeah, Red Brown or something. But I just I think people need to pay more attention to Texas. I think they could be a three seed that makes the Final Four, something like that. All right, horns up. Yeah, I mess with Texas. Texas. Yeah, hook them, hook them horns. Good picks. There you have it. Belmont Bruins, Texas Longhorns. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break here on the Green and White Report. Um, after the break, we're gonna talk a little Super Bowl, Troy Pistons, a little NBA, and then at the top of the hour, I think we're gonna do the Sparty Awards. But stay locked in with us. Back at the Green and White Report, eleven thirty-seven on Valentine's Day. I want to. I, I got to join the MSU celebrations committee. 
Yeah, can what we is, talk what, about that? Everyone just heard it. The, the, yeah. Yeah. What is that? What's the celebration? Do you know what that is, Hank? Do, do like there's like a committee? Yeah, can uh, you give us context to what that commercial was about? I have no idea. What you're t- oh, you're talking about this this commercial we just played? Yeah, yeah, the oh. burning couch commercial. There's a committee against that. Honestly, dude, that's interesting. I I have no clue. I would love to go to a meeting. Like they're like, <laughs> so we gotta get all these old couches out of here. They're, <laughs> they're probably formed after the Michigan, you know. Yeah. No, I mean they pro- I, they've probably been around a long time. Yeah, I just, I just. It's I don't know. Well, listen, and I mean, in a in a pandemic world, obviously, it's not a great thing to to do or advocate for. But you know, it's never going to go away. No, I mean, no. people are people are going to burn couches no, no matter I, what. I'm, just this university. I'm curious yeah. about the celebration. I'm, you not, against, you wanted, I'm not against it. I'm you want to join it. it? As you said, you want to you want to be. I just want to go to a meeting. I want to I want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> but okay. Wait, wait. By the way, coming out of that break there, come and get your love. Oh, great song. Nice. That was Col- Collins. Collins requested it. Yep. I want to. Did you do that because it was Valentine's Day, or it was just in your head? No, Guardians of the Galaxy. It, okay, well, it matches up with their theme I, yeah. for the day. I like woke up and I was like, I'm gonna listen to like Mr. Blue Sky, and then that, <laughs> and then uh, and then I was I, like, I, I gotta listen to Redbone too. But, dude, I uh, almost queued that one up. I almost queued up Mr. Blue Sky. So, so good. I, on that wave, that is like the best soundtrack ever to a movie. But um, Can't let's talk about the Super Bowl, and I mean. I was very wrong about this Super Bowl. Well, look, I mean, we haven't talked. This is kind of funny because we kind of know each other's takes. Yes. But we haven't talked about the Super Bowl. At all. Because obviously, you know, on Sundays we talk. So it's been a week since yeah. the Super Bowl happened. 31-9. I mean. The, the Chiefs are absolutely shut down. Don't score a touchdown. Everyone knows the story. Patrick Mahomes running for his life. I mean, we don't have to spend a whole, like. Right, because everyone, of, no one cares anymore, really. Yeah, it, but, but I mean, I just want to get this out there. I mean, how Good was this Buccaneers team the last like six weeks of the year. Their defense was so good. And, and Tom Brady was good too. Like when you think of like Super Bowls and stuff, like Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls and you're like, oh, he didn't win that second one. That defense won it. Like Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Like this isn't that defense wasn't dragging his corpse. He made big plays in that yeah. first half. And then that defense is kind of bullied and picked on that really depleted Chiefs offensive line. Well, and another thing too, with just quick to to elaborate on your Peyton Manning example, it's like yeah. that that Denver Broncos defense was clearly the best defense all year. Yeah, and and that and really wasn't I, the case with Tampa. They they balled out in the Super Bowl and really in the playoffs too. Played well against Aaron Rodgers in the, yeah. in the NFC Championship, but. You're exactly right. Like Tom Brady was the driving force of the team and, and, and the ground game. Yeah. But it was an offensive driven team until like the last two games. And even then, yet Tom Brady won the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. I he was just I mean, so impressive. Seventh Super Bowl. I mean, I you don't even need to talk about like who's right. the best player of all time because he obviously is. By a lot. Yeah. And I think it's more I'm interested to see how the Chiefs respond to this because yeah. I thought that I think the Chiefs were the best team all year, and injuries kind of just kind of caught up to them, and they just weren't ready for the Bucks defensive line, which absolutely owned owned the Chiefs. And I and I know people say maybe if Mahomes wasn't running seventy yards backwards, maybe he made some. Yeah. I, he had no time. That's why he was running seventy yards backwards. So I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if you have any other takes, but I'm just. I'm interested to see what the Chiefs, how they go from here. So on that front, I want to I want to pose a little hypothetical. This is like my Colin Cowherd hat. I'm going to put on my Colin Cowherd hat. I'm going to give you some like crazy little like hypothetical. And I Whenever want- I like hear Colin Cowherd, I think of like uh, Jerry Seinfeld because he kind of <laughs> has like the same cadence. He's like, "What's the deal with yeah, and, the Ravens?" And yeah. you also can't take him seriously. Yeah, but whatever. Oh um, come on, I like Seinfeld. I, no, no. Well, yeah, but he's. It's what I'm saying is like he's a comedian. 
I guess I know. And we got Cowherd, who's yeah. also like, is it Coward or Cow? Cowherd. Cowherd. That's oh, why. That's, it's, that's why herd. it's the herd. The herd. Yeah. Wow. Did you? Did, you didn't know that? No, I did not. <laughs> I thought it's like. Have you, have, you ever, have, you, have you ever watched Parts and Ratchets like, you heard with Purd? I thought it was oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout happily. Oh, that's good. Yeah, anyways, my, my hypothetical here, the Chiefs were kind of like, everyone was talking about how they're, you know, they're going to be good for a very long time, and I still think that's true. Um, but you bring up a good point, Collins. It's going to be interesting to see how they go forward here because I want to look back at a team in the past, in our lifetime, Seattle Seahawks. They looked like the best. They looked. They were all young. They had their guys under contract. Yeah. They won the Super Bowl in 2014, and then the 2015 Super Bowl they lose in heartbreaking fashion, and then they don't get back to one. And at, at that time, everyone kind of thought that was going to be the next dynasty, right? Because they had a yeah. great defense, and they had Russell Wilson who on had the making deal. on a rookie deal who looked like he had the makings of an MVP type prospect, and he's end up ended up becoming that, and he's a Hall of Famer. But what I'm saying is, you know, the next year in the NFC, shiny new toy comes along, Cam Newton and the Panthers, he wins MVP. So what I'm I'm thinking here's my thing, here's my hypothetical. This is the AFC. It is not the NFC. Who's going to be the next shiny new toy, the next Cam Newton that comes along and, and derails the Chiefs if it's going to happen? Is it Josh Allen? So. Is it Lamar so. Jackson? Is it Justin Herbert in the same division? Like, uh, you know, the, this is the things to I think do, about. I do think the Chargers are going to be a problem for the Chiefs in the next five years because Herbert, I mean, if you watch any Chargers games this year, Herbert's awesome. He's yeah. sick. He's, like, so fun to watch. But um, I don't know. I just think the Chiefs, I, I think injuries kind of caught up to them. They uh, the receivers and tight ends played horrible, yeah, like dropping passes and big moments of that game. Like Kelsey catches that first down, I think that's a different game. Like, yeah, really because do. they keep the ball moving at least, and they yeah, don't go three like, out I, right I, away. I don't think that that was such a boring Super Bowl too. Like that second I kinda, half, I kind of enjoyed it. That second half was brutal. I liked the weekends. Like oh, weekend was awesome. Yeah, I, if you didn't like it, whatever. I don't care. I, I enjoyed it. I actually have seen a surprising amount of like support for it. I thought it was going to get a lot more flack than it did. Hank, what do you think? Yeah, that, the, I, it seems that the general consensus is positive. Yeah, well, I was people, a little shocked by that, to be honest. People hated it in the beginning, I think. And then over the course of the week, yeah, they're like, it's like a meme now. So there's, oh, right. I guess it, it's pretty that's good. The, that's the thing. It like, is like a good people, meme, too. It is a good meme. A I good thought meme. it was a good show. But my last thing here, I want to ask you guys this on the Super Bowl front. And, and Hank, I want your thoughts, too. If Would you take the Chiefs over, under one and a half more Super Bowls? Over. Just like... Over, over uh, what standard Just, of oh, with this team, like this oh, core, like, like Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, like... Over. Because, l- let me just let me just say why. Like, over. I don't know, I, one and a half does seem kind of low, given Not like... Not really, I mean, two, but, but what two I'm, Super Bowls. That's a lot. But what I'm saying, though, is like, this this team, uh, Todd Bowles and the Buccaneers, they just showed you how to beat them. Now, I know yeah. not everyone can do that, but you just got to get pressure with your front four and you don't blitz. Yeah, you can't and, you can't and, blitz Mah- and against you, Mahomes. And look, Mahomes, I don't think he's going to have another game in his prime, maybe not even his career, where he scores zero touchdowns. That's not going to happen like ever again. But like they they at least gave you the blueprint. So so I just think that this is the NFL. There's so much parity. Teams are going to figure it out. They're going to catch up now, and not not catch up to what the Chiefs are doing. But I'm just saying, like, it's going to be a lot harder for them to to get back. I think. I think I, I think Mahomes at least has two more Super Bowls left. But okay. yeah. I, and I do too. I'd, pay, I'd say over, but well, I just I, mean, I think it's an interesting question. When you At give him his, his offensive tackles back, and you know, yeah. and, and, and Tyreek Hill makes that catch that, that yeah. comes off his face mask. I mean, 
there's just little things like that. I think they're still the best team in the in the league, like hands down. Yeah, I mean all I'm year, just, all year they were. I think that's a storyline though out of this because like I, I think the Brady the Brady thing uh, we don't even need to discuss it. Yeah, that's it's still like, a show. It, yeah, it, it should have. I mean, yeah, yeah, we don't even need to discuss it because it's just so impressive what he has done and for his age to be competing at the, like the level he is. It's it's stupid. He, he, they just won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Bucks. The worst winning percentage in the history of the NFL franchise. Worst franchise. What? Really? Take that, Lions fans. Yeah. Are you serious? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the that worst can't be win percentage no. ever. They won two Super Bowls. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, they, they go 4-12 and 12 every year. Yeah, I guess. Got the Josh Freeman. The Suckaneers. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, it, well, at least it used to be. Uh, but, you know, must be nice. Must be nice to be <laughs> yeah, a bad uh, yeah. franchise with two Super Bowls. <sighs> Someday. One pride. Maybe. One pride, baby. Maybe. Maybe in my son's lifetime. Um, okay, let's talk a little Detroit Pistons and a little NBA. Detroit basketball. There you okay, go. yeah, okay. I wasn't around. No, it's okay. I, I you don't were the fans. I didn't but whatever. Uh, <laughs> that was valid. That was valid. Really I didn't we, I, yeah, the energy was not brought there, but I mean Pistons went one oh eight to one oh two over the Celtics on Friday night. Um six out of the seven wins are current playoff teams, which is impressive. Pistons seven nineteen. They're like I. They have the one of the worst records in the league. I think they do have the worst record. It's like um, them and the You know what? I don't know now because they were tied with the Timberwolves. But whatever. Uh, so they're they're gonna be in the mix for the first pick in the lottery. So um, they make a trade for Dennis Smith Jr. But Trent kind of put this in. Is like have the Pistons mastered the rebuild because when when they play really good teams and you want to watch other players around the lead they beat them yeah and then when they're losing the bad teams and they're still tanking so are, have they mastered the rebuild i don't know if they've mastered it but they are they're enjoyable to watch they are and 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 you know what collins maybe we could talk about this for a hot second yeah i said the other night in our Motown rundown group chat shameless plug go listen to the Motown rundown if you'd like i think the pistons are the most watchable team in detroit right you now. said that you said the tigers i uh, yeah but i'm i I if Killian Hayes was still playing, I wouldn't. I think there's an argument. That's fair. That's fair. That's because, a big. That's a big, big, big draw that you don't have right now. Yeah, that that took away a lot of juice. But I mean, Sadiq Bay on Friday night. Was, yeah, can we talk about that? Thirty points, seven for seven from three. He wasn't hitting. He w- He did not miss. He was unconscious, and he had, he posterized someone too. I forget who it was. But. Uh, yeah. I I that's like the one thing I think is getting lost with the Steve Bay. He can get his own shot. At, like I understand he's gonna be a good spot up shooter for a really long time. Like if he gets a guy who's a little bit smaller on him, he's backing him down. Which I really I like that part of his game. He's got a nice handle. He's been. That's been a fantastic pick, and I think a lot of people who watch Villanova the last couple of years are like, "This is a steal." Yeah, for what they got because he can flat out play. And if you look at Villanova's track record at this point, it's like a almost like a seventy five percent hit rate. Archie, Every yeah. Villanova player is solid. Ar- Ryan Archie Diacono is still in the lead somehow. Yeah, like think about that. Like yeah, Jay Wright does a nice job with those guys. So I mean, that's been impressive. Isaiah Stewart, I think. I didn't think a lot of people liked that pick at the time. He's good. Yeah. Um. I I loved it. That's where I got to toot my horn. Yeah. I, you I did, lo- you, yeah. Because you he just is an energy guy, and you spent your two. You got to keep in mind with context. The Pistons picked three players in the first round. It was yeah. Hayes, Bay, and Stewart. And Stewart was the only one who wasn't really an offensive guy. So, and you know what? I got to give the Pistons and Troy Weaver credit because you talked about Bay and how great he's been. But Isaiah Stewart has just been heart and soul, like hustle. Yeah, he's been great. Backcourt violations, but then still like 
five offensive boards a game. It's like crazy. He had his like, first start, and I think he had like 18 points. Like yeah, he, he, I, seven boards. Like he's he's really solid. And those are two guys. My point is, those are two guys they traded for. Like they they traded for those picks yeah. to pick those guys. You like sold Luke Kennard to get a pick. You know what I mean? Like. I, t- 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 <laughs> Troy Sadipe, Weaver has Sadipe completely over Luke Kennard any day of the week. Like, for sure. Not, I, and I think the Clippers would want Sadiq Bay instead of Luke Kennard right now. Right, and it's hard to say that in the moment because you kind of get, I don't know, like me as a Pistons fan, I was a... Was, not Bay, a, was Bay the Trailblazers pick? No, I think it was the Clippers Stewart, pick. Stewart was the Trailblazers pick. And Bay was and the Bay Clippers. was the Clippers pick. Yeah. I, I believe. Think, yeah. Yeah. So, but the bottom line for me is Troy Weaver has passed his first season, his first offseason with flying colors to me I, thus far. There's a couple moves where I'm like, okay, Plumlee, I don't love just because he takes a lot of minutes, but he's playing really well. And, and you know, that's a piece that you could maybe flip in a second Plumlee here. Plumlee is just, he's the definition, like, he's the perfect, like, seventh man. He just is. Well, yeah, and a hypothetical. When he gets that, starting minutes, it, it can get unbearable on the offensive end sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. But that's something you and I talked about on Motown was just that. Like a team like the Boston Celtics, yeah. If they get Plumlee, they instantly go from like maybe sixth best odds to win to like fourth. Like yeah. that's that's he's huge. A, he's a perfect Lou guy. For he's, like, he's that good for your bench. Yeah, he and he's really good. He plays really good. I think with really good players. Like I I, I don't know. that that was like I don't know that was such a weird move, especially not signing Christian Wood. I think there's a lot of things like the Jeremy Grant deal. Everyone's like praised him for it. He's been twenty million, whatever. I like I I've been shocked how good he has been me too and like i've seen jeremy grant play he was pretty solid for the nuggets but i didn't think he would be averaging what what is he averaging now like 24 24 game that's insane he was averaging nine last year he's averaging 23 points six rebounds and three assists yeah like and he's doing it on the other end too he can guard like he he's not some shutdown defender or anything but he can guard too so that's been a really good signing i i'm interested to see what they do with that maybe try and get an asset and then that's year or two because I he's not gonna be a part of your long term solution, I don't think, unless you start like trying to win like next year. A three year deal is awkward. And and this is another thing we kinda talked about and we kinda disagreed on. I think the Pistons could compete for a playoff spot in his in his contract year. So, you know, one more year of lottery and yeah. then maybe, you know, like a four or five seed. Yeah. That's just that I just think that's the ceiling. You yeah, know, yeah. In, in his timeline, I'm talking about because he only signed a three year deal. Yeah. So in terms of like, yeah, is he a part of the future? I don't really know because he's going to be 30 years old in his contract year and you might be like a four yeah. seed at that point if everything goes right. But the, the last thing I'm going to say is he's an asset. That was a good move. Hands he, down. He immediately an asset. And, like, and that's an asset the Pistons did not have. And to that point, Collins, that is why it is imperative if you're a Pistons fan that he makes the all-star team because you you mentioned this. Yeah, making an all-star team is like, oh, for, for It's just all-star. luster. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's luster. It's like, oh, you guys want this all-star? We got an all-star here on the yeah. market. It just sounds better than if not. And look, honestly, I don't think he's going to make it because the Pistons have seven wins and it sucks, but... He deserves it. I, yeah, he should if you be look at the game. East, he should be. It's just the fact that the NBA is stupid, and whoever votes on the other half, because the fans are only like half, uh, the fifty percent of the vote or something. Whoever votes on the other half, they, they they value seven points per game. Al Horford over fifteen and fifteen. Andre Drummond because yeah. the Celtics are a good team. They, back in two thousand seventeen, whatever that was, still salty about it. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. Just a little bit. But. Still love Dre. But like we did with college basketball, we want to talk big picture because, I mean, most people right now are starting to get locked into the NBA because football's over. It is a great time to be an NBA fan right now. There's a lot going on. NBA buy or sell. First one, shout out to TB for putting this in there. Utah Jazz, number one in the West right now, 22-5. and 
I think they had like an 11 game win streak at one point. Yeah, this and season. 16 out of 17. Yeah, so are you buying or selling them? <sighs> Sell. I don't know. It, 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 it sucks too. It's, I, it's, Is it because it's like Utah? Like yeah. it, it, say they're like in Chicago. It's like the Chicago Jazz. No, it is. It is because it's Utah. And you know what, Collins? This is the laziest take ever because I am the same guy who gets on my high horse and people are like, oh, it's the Lions. Like, I, you just dismiss them. Yeah. You, you don't even care. Like, okay, they got Megatron. They got a number one defense. It's the Lions. They're not winning the division. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But I'm gonna, I, I, because I because I take that so much, I'm going to dish it out. Yeah, yeah, it's the Jazz. They're not They're not doing anything. Donovan Mitchell's having a great year. Um, Conley know, has been a lot better than he was last year. He's having his best season as a member of that team. Yes. Rudy Gobert is still, you know, probably the best defensive center in the league, him or AD. But AD's having a very, very down year. So, uh, Quinn Snyder too. I love Quinn Snyder. I just he looks like a movie villain, he, dude. It's he awesome. does. He does. He looks like like uh, he looks like he's like in a Spider Man villain. Yeah, or like almost like a James Bond villain. Like you get that guy in monocle. <laughs> if he has a monocle, he could be in a James Bond movie. And, and like some black leather gloves. Yeah, I, I I'm not crazy about the Jazz. I I mean they're a really good regular season team. I just NBA in a league where you need guys and like stars. I I just. I think they could get to the maybe. I think their ceiling's a conference final. I think that's, that's fair. their ceiling. That's a good ceiling. And, and I mean, you made it to conference finals, and Mitchell's good. Mitchell's good in the playoffs too. Yeah. So I, I mean, my thing with the Jazz, real quick, last thing: if you hypothetically say, okay, they do make it to the Western Conference Finals, and they meet the Lakers there, okay, because yeah. it's probably going to be one and two seed, yeah. just depending, looking at the trajectory and the way things are right now. Rudy Gobert becomes a non-factor in that series just because of how good Anthony Davis is on offense, and then. Anthony Davis will defend him and completely take away any offense he has. And then Donovan Mitchell's probably going to get guarded by either Schroeder or Wes yeah. Matthews or KCP like that or Caruso. The Lakers are just so much deeper. That's the problem though when you get in the playoffs and you got guys like Drummond and Gobert and Capella. Sometimes you can just guard you know four on five. Yeah. So yeah, you, you want to beat us because we don't, you you can't really handle the ball, right? Yeah, and that's uh, that's always going to be a problem with Rudy Gobert, and he makes so much money. And I know it's kind of like I'm trying to like it's like a starting pitcher in like Major League Baseball, or like they've kind of been devalued like centers just in general. But like I don't think the NBA like hasn't gotten to the point yet where it's like we're just not going to pay these guys this type of money. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see when uh, they'll Trump- learn eventually. I wonder, I'm curious to see how much Drummond gets in his free agent year. But moving on to another big guy, Joel Embiid, 30 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block a year. Does he win the MVP, Trent? He's stuffing the stat sheet. No, I don't think he wins it. I think he might be like the favorite right now, I guess, technically. So you're but selling. I didn't even say buy or sell. I, I, I'm selling because uh, it, this is actually really tough because narrative matters with these with these awards. Like narrative always matters. Yeah, and they are the number one team in the in the East right now, and that's a big topic of conversation. The problem is like they lose weird games. They just lost to the Trailblazers. They lost to the Pistons. A, did you watch that game? Carmelo Anthony did not miss. It yeah. was unbelievable. No, I, I love Melo by the way. Yeah. Love always love Melo. Um, it, it it is bizarre that he was out of the league it for like a it, full season, and then the it Trailblazers. Didn't make more sense. It's like, dude, he's still a great bench piece, but whatever. Um. I I just think LeBron's gonna win it. AD's having a down year. Everyone kind of knows that, and it's it dude. It's just so weird. It reminds me how like stupid the MVP award is sometimes because LeBron is having he had a significantly better statistical season last year, yeah. and he didn't even he finished second in MVP voting to Giannis like by a wide margin. Yeah. And then this year it's like he's probably gonna win it, and he's averaging like two less of everything. 
I, I don't know, but I still like LeBron to win the MVP award just because the West is so much better than the East. I think the Lakers are going to end up getting the first seed, and I think it matters that Anthony Davis is playing very poorly. You know, like you see LeBron taking his team to OT, double OT, and winning, yeah. just willing his team to wins, and he's still putting up great numbers. LeBron's been awesome this year. I've watched a lot of Lakers games this year. He's been awesome. And the year. older he gets, the better his case for MVP gets. Like he's, he's shooting He's really going to well. win one in his twilight years, and I just think this is one of them. I don't know what his percentage from three is, but he is noticeably shooting the ball better. It's a career high. Yeah, I think he's shooting yeah. 39% from three. Which is, I mean, it, that's, you can't dart him. Yeah. That, if that's going to be the way he's going to shoot the ball. Um, Steph Curry, is he a true MVP contender by or sell? No. Team isn't good enough. Okay. What do you think? I love stuff. I you do, know that. No, you know that. It's actually been great to see him like balling out. Yeah, but because then, it was didn't it, like the one thing with the Warriors. It's like, oh, KD he, he saved all those. Tra- like Clay, you can say that maybe about Draymond. Like, and Draymond offensively is hard to watch now because yeah. he doesn't even look for his shot. And when he has his shot, it's flat. I don't. <laughs> I, I I don't understand what he did because he used to be a great shooter. Like, like mid range at Michigan State was not down. Quick, quick. Quick funny story about him. Yeah. Like, my brother overnight, Miles, became a degenerate gambler oh, just God. overnight. And he put a little bit of money on Draymond over a half a dunk. I love that. It was That's an electric bet. bet. He Did got it. it he got it in like the third quarter. That's and awesome. it was it was just funny. I don't know. It's, oh, but yeah, but I don't he doesn't know. get up anymore. No, like I just think it was unfair the criticism that Steph and Clay have kind of received. Like, I don't know, Clay doesn't really get that because I think people like him around the around the league. I just Steph's a top five player in the league when yeah. he's right. He's just it. So he, do you think he can win the MVP? No, I don't think so. And the only way he can win the MVP is like somehow the Warriors get like really, really hot. Like say they win like 10 in a row and he's just like, he's averaging like 37. I think he, the last five games he has like 37 and like five. Or yeah. Something. Like and, he, and you know what? He's doing that. He's only playing like 34 minutes a game. He's yeah. It's he, pretty incredible. He's so fun to watch. He's like probably my... The Warriors are really fun to watch for being. They've got the, it figured out right now for not for being a team that I don't think can compete for a title, and that's like cool. I like that's when the NBA is like good. Yeah, when you got like league pass teams, you're like, wow, this is a really fun to watch. So I I I, I don't think he can get he could get in like a top three maybe this year if they get hot, but I, he can't win the MVP. Fair. Okay, buy or sell Miami Heat will miss the playoffs, but I, they're in the nine spot right now. They're eleven fifteen. I think there's a playing tournament though for right. For the seven and ten, think so. I think there is. Is there really? Yeah. Hank, do you know? Yeah, I think I I'm, like know, I'm like hundred percent. I'm like hundred percent sure. Oh, okay. Well, so they technically would be in the playoffs if as a nine seed, but eleven and fifteen for a team that just came off the finals. Yeah, it's just weird. They missed Jimmy Butler for a while, so the yeah. context matters. But it, it is really weird because they were getting so much love in the bubble, just being this tough team, and they didn't lose anyone really. Yeah. I mean, they got Avery Bradley too. Playing tournament May eighteenth. Okay, there it is. There yeah. we go. How did I not know that? How did that go over my head? I don't know. There's a lot of things. That this league. This th- this this league. Yeah, but things about like the playoffs, like that kind of happened with us at the NFL. So yeah, they added a wild card team. Oh, like, sweet. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, and then when they're like doing the in the hunt graphic, I'm like, that's wrong. There shouldn't be three wild card. And, but there is. There it is. They, like, no, we don't talk about stuff like that enough. Yeah. Like, we don't talk about that, how the NFL is playing 17 games next year. Yeah. Like yeah, mm-hmm. we, we just so like, I have to adjust my Lions record to fifteen and two instead yeah. of fifteen and one. Jesus, oh my god! <laughs> okay, next one: buy or sell Sixers or Bucks? Best team to come out of the East. Who are you buying? Who are you selling? Um, the Bucks. 
Okay. Kind of weird. I just think what the Bucks do is more sustainable. I love the Drew Holiday pickup before the season. I still don't think they're real threats to win. Okay, they're threats to win it, but I still don't think they're actually going to win it. Yeah. Um, I think the winner is still going to come out of the West. But the Nets, okay, the Nets are making a real case. They just don't play any defense. They can they can pick and choose in the East. I don't I, know, but I, I just think overall that what the Bucks do is more sustainable than the 76ers. Okay. I forgot to mention the Nets. They are in this little question. No, that's okay. The, the, the question is, do you trust, you know, the Nets, they're making their run now that they're like full strength and stuff, full tilt. Do you do, Would you take the Sixers, the Bucks, or would you take the Nets? Like, both oh. of those teams combined or the Nets? Yeah, what do you think is a better my, yeah, I do you think is a better chance the to Nets win the East? The Nets don't guard anyone, like, at yeah. all. So, and you like, at some point in the playoffs, you need to get stops. Yeah. And I think... No kidding. Yeah, but, like, the Lakers can get stops. And they can also put up like 130. That's why they're probably going to win the title again. Like the Clippers, as like much as we rag on them, they can get stops when it matters. For I, sure. I think the Bucs can get stops when it matters. I, I don't know if they can score when it matters. I think the Sitzers can get stops when it matters. I like the Sitzers, honestly, out of the East. I've I've only watched them three or four times, but I, I, I like them a Embiid lot. Embiid is crazy. Yeah. You can't guard Embiid. He's unconscious this year. And, and like you just can't guard him. Okay. Yeah, and well, and he's still not he's still not playing back to backs and stuff. But it is what it is. You yeah, you take it. There's two questions on here that like hurt. I love because I've had plenty of conversations about these two people. But uh, buy or sell Tyrese Halliburton wins the MV uh, Rookie of the Year over Lamelo. Such a compelling question, but I think it's just it's kind of like last year with selling, Zion man. and Ja. I just think it's it's like one of them might be like having the flashier. And that's actually kind of a hot take because Lamelo has looked really good lately, good, but dude. he just overall is the best rookie. Like Halliburton has had kind of the spurt where he looks really good, kind of like the Zion last year, and it was like, oh, but Ja has just had the better rookie season. It just factually did. Yeah. So I, I I give it to uh, Lamelo still, dude. I, he, I'll say this: Halliburton is really just, he's just really good. He's balling, and the reason I, you watched... say it hurts is because the Pistons passed on him. They took Hayes. Yeah. Now we see where we're at now. But Lamella, Lamella's fun to watch. Have you watched a Hornets game? Have you heard their announcer? Yeah, oh, he's great. Bridges! He yeah, he loves Miles Bridges. He is a nut job. I love that Miles! guy. Yeah, yeah, he loses it. Last one, buy or sell. Devin Booker is the best player on the Phoenix Suns. Buy, buy. Sell. You like he's, Chris Paul? No, I just, I, I don't think, yeah, I, I honestly, Chris Paul has not had a good year by any stretch of the imagine. His points are way, way down from what they were, and he had a really nice year. But that's because he's playing with Booker. He's not Booker the number one. Like, been that good though. But, on, but with the Thunder, Chris Paul was like the only, all the they had. The reason why the Suns have been so good is their supporting cast, not like Booker and Paul. Like they're they kind of fair because like Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, uh, Aiden's been really good this year. Frank Kaminsky. Okay, is Frank Kaminsky on the Suns? I think. I didn't right? even know that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Shout out Frank Kaminsky. Big number eight. But like I, I, I have a take that I just I don't think Devin Booker is a one or a two on a championship team. I just, I, that's my opinion. Okay. All right. Shout out Devin Booker, Granville, Michigan. He, he actually went to my high school for a year and then really then dipped out. Did he play basketball? Freshman year, yeah. Was he sick? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's pretty cool. Pretty okay. nasty. I'm trying. But yeah, that was a good segment. And then we're going to take a quick break here and then Sparty Awards right around the corner. Stay locked in with us. Green and White Report back at it, 12.06. Ryan Collins, Trent Alley, producer, Henry Menegos. And it's time for the Sparty Awards. Shout out Bob Seger. I love Bob Seger. Who does Happy it? Valentine's Day, Bob Seger. Bob Seger's had some, oh, intro. <laughs> 
I love this intro so much. I love talking through it, too. Yeah, I mean, you kind of can. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, God, the Green it. and White Report is proud to present this week's edition of the Sparty Awards. Beast. Brought to you <laughs> by Impact Sports. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Rabinowitz and Julian Mitchell. Yeah. I feel like coming out of that, we should always do like a Ryan and Julian impression for like two minutes. I'm just not going to do that. because I think I, we'd be pretty good at it. I, I don't think I could do that. Come on. You, it, t- you could do raps. You could, could do totally raps. do raps. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell, let me give out my soapbox for a little bit. Yeah, and I'd be, I'd be Julian. I'd, I'd have to like do my St. Louis accent. Is that a it, thing? It, Julian definitely had an accent. No, we didn't. Ele- electric. It was electric. <laughs> it was... I, I hope he's listening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of nothing <laughs> like him. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I don't know. That was I, good. I don't know. I, that, I, I love you, Julian. Happy Valentine's Day, Julian. Okay. I'm going to wish happy Valentine's Day to everyone uh, yeah. it's a It's a thank you, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly. Yeah. But okay, Sparty Awards. This, Valentine's Day theme. I'm telling you, Trent could be a national radio producer because this is very hey, topical. Kind of went off last night. Top four romantic comedies. Yeah. Um, so let me let me well, let me how- say let me let me contextualize this. Okay, there you go. Good word. Contextualize. Wow. Um, Collins is a big rom com guy, so yes. I kind of want to hear Collins's thoughts. I'll, so I, that's kind of a precursor to this. My list is probably not going to be great. I haven't seen oh that many. Oh my god! Have some confidence, dude. No, no. I, well, you guys ripped my Nickelodeon characters, so I don't well, watch it. It wasn't great, dude. I'm but, sorry. So my my thought is because. By, by the way, I wanted to put this in here real quick. I went back and I watched some iCarly after that. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. It is, I, and I like fell asleep to it a couple nights. Do you in not a row. love Tebow? I, Tebow wasn't even on there, bro. But <laughs> okay, never mind. Until, I watched like four or five episodes. There's no Tebow, so I'll say this: What's it called? I've been watching Nazi Classified, and because it's on, I found out it was on Amazon Prime. Show holds up. It's fantastic. Yeah, it holds up. It does hold up. P Cookie. P Cookie. I watched that episode like immediately. Hey, by on. the way, Julian texts in LMFAO. Never thought I had an accent, but why was that? <laughs> Why? What does he say? He said it was low-key pretty good. Okay, okay. hey, thank, thank you, Julian. I love that Julian's listening right now. Yeah, that, that actually just made my entire day. Yeah, because he's a beast. That's why I love that. Shout guy. out to Julian. Okay. Julian hey, also loves Ju- rom-coms. Yeah, Julian, Julian's a like this segment. All right, Julian, Julian, listen to the segment and, and give us a couple honorable mentions. Okay. Text them in. Okay. Uh, you want to go first? I can start us off. Yes. Um, Moonstruck. It's got Cher. It's got Nicolas Cage. I'm a big Cher guy. Hank knows. Um, every to be time, honest, I've never seen that movie. It's very good. It's very funny. It's also good, like Rotten. I think it's ninety four percent on Rotten, so it's like a good movie. But is it's that, is that your favorite rom com? Yes, by far. Cher won an Academy Award. Wow, Best Actress. There you go. So it's like it, it's 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 a good rom com, but it's not like a B list movie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yes. that, that's my number one. Okay, my number one is Hitch. If you know me, you great. know how much I love Hitch. Gosh, that's a great pick. My my favorite tweet ever is like that tweet of the like the the guy fighting in a movie theater, and it's like me fighting Rotten Tomatoes that says Hitch is like thirty seven percent. I love Hitch. Hitch is on the TV. I'm watching Hitch. Okay. Well, I mean, Kevin James should have won an Academy Award. He was on. He was incredible in that movie. And then Will Smith, so smooth, so suave, great, and, and, and just love Hitch. I could watch Hitch. I have watched Hitch a million times, and I still I. I eat it up every single time i love hitch okay i love will smith too i love fresh print i love everything will smith's will smith awesome does. did you watch did you see the aladdin like the new aladdin yeah awesome yeah he's i think he's hilarious in that that by the way the aladdin had fire music but i mean that's it's the best it's the best disney movie in my opinion really everyone loves lion king i think that's Are the consensus animated best. or like yeah 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 like the best animated disney movie i don't know dude i i actually aladdin's at fire music that's another good sparty awards for yeah, the future maybe maybe, maybe. but 
My second one. Do this, you have a take on Hitch? No, it's a great. That's a great pick. I okay. didn't even think like that's kind of outside the box. That's a great. How pick. is that outside the box? Well, it's, it's not. I'm gonna throw that in there. That, Hank uh, loves Hitch. Yeah. I can tell. You're a Hitch guy. Hitch guy. Alex Hitchens. What is? What a movie. I love that movie. Yeah, Will Smith's great too. I love um, him. But my second pick. This is a little bit of a stretch, but it it is a rom com. Technically, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh my god! <laughs> I, the, Come on, that's not a wrong. Yes, it is. Like a whole part of the story is like him so winning every movie. The girl. That's every movie. Yeah, that's but that's you, a you, ha- that you have to another pick. Take another pick. Okay, that's not okay, a wrong. That's okay, not a rom-com a okay. Bit. My big fat Greek oh, wedding. My okay, big fat okay, Greek wedding. And you maybe have the worst pick and then have the best pick because okay. that. <laughs> like, okay. My big my, fat Greek wedding. My big fat Greek wedding Hilarious. is a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's one fantastic of my fantastic. One of my. Movie. It's one of those movies that like I never would have watched, and then my mom was like, "You have to watch this." My mom loves it, and it's she, always on HBO too. That's that's a that's a huge bonus of a rom com if it's on like USA E or on HBO. This all the time, and you see it often. Yeah, my yeah. big fat Greek wedding. I think it's been on HBO for fifteen years. Okay, it's a, and it's on it like a th- Thursday at ten p.m. <laughs> yeah, for like the last fifteen years. It's, I love. It's that like movie. the a few good men of rom coms. The thing about it, I've, I have a really good friend who's Greek, <laughs> and he's like, "That's like actually my family." <laughs> like that, that, he's like, "It's so accurate." And I was like, "I love that. That's great pre- movie. That's I love fun. that movie." Okay. okay, next one for Jenny Sarah Marshall. It's like bro, I, I haven't I, seen that. I don't know that one either. You've never seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I told you this is not my list this week. You know, I'm. I'm okay, I'm over here do a, movies. Right okay, now. do homework. Okay, and watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I believe it's on Hulu. I believe so. Funny movie. Watch it. Fantastic. I love Jason Segel. Love Mila Kunis. Great. Like yeah, it's, it's that. Crew. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You get a little like Jonah Hill action too. Like it's a very, very small side character. Really, really funny. Elder Snow is a great character too. So yeah, I'm gonna do with that. I can't believe you guys haven't seen for Denny Sarah Marshall. Nope, never. I never even heard of it. But I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. It's fantastic. I always take Collins's recommendations very seriously because Collins doesn't love a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Collins, uh, Collins is Ryan very, hates everything. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> Collins is pretty critical about a lot of stuff. So when he like feels good about something, I'm like, okay, it's good movie. You take it and run. Okay, what's your next one? Mama Mia. Is Mama? <sighs> it's funny. It's a, it, come on. I, Abba is also great. Like Guardians of the Mama Galaxy. Mamma Mia Two is better than Mamma Mia One. That's I'll I'll, I'll concur. Actually, I was going to say two, but I, can you, I, you, you can change your pick. I'll let you change. Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Share. Share made my list twice. Hank. There you go. She's a singer first, and she's on my rom com list twice. So, God, th- this is such a tough list because I really love romantic. Con- like I love some of these movies. Well, why don't you close it? Because that was four for me. I mean, you guys, no, you guys, no, you guys. No, 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 that was four. Well, Paul Blart Mall Cop was the fourth, but dude, you guys didn't not, like you're that. You're not. You're not allowed. You have to. You get another pick after that because I'm just okay. not allowing you to okay. put yeah. that out there. That's a. That's a. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry. That. That makes me visibly angry. It wouldn't be a Smarty Awards if I didn't completely screw the pooch on one of them, right? <laughs> Come yeah. on. This is just how it goes. You guys you absolutely go. rip one of my picks okay. every week. Gosh, this is such a deep category. Just, ugh. Mm. I, I, then the thing about it is, like, people are say, why do you watch so many rom-coms? Because I watch a lot of TV, and they're always on TV. And yeah. that's what I said. So when I'm thinking of a movie that's always on TV that I'm like, ooh, I'm going to watch it and sit down this, Sweet Home Alabama. Love that movie with Reese Witherspoon. I don't know what the guy's name is. Always on E!, it's always on E, and it was like my sister's favorite movie growing up. So I was like, "No, I'll watch it," and I love it. It's a great movie. Have you watched Sweet Home Alabama? I haven't seen it. 
God, I know. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm not. We, we're leaving you hanging this week, man. Yeah, yeah I know. So. What is well, going on? This is Colin's wheelhouse. We kind of knew. We kind of knew what we, what we were getting into. Yeah. So, Collins, we threw you a lob this week. We're kind of expecting you to just take it out of the park. I wasn't even prepared for this. I came to the studio and I saw this. I was like, ooh, love this segment. I, and then we got Trent over here saying Paul Blart Mall Cop <laughs> yeah, okay. is a rom-com. Let me round that it out here. Crazy, Let me bro. round it out here. Okay. I had never seen this movie until I got sick like two weeks ago, and then it was on TV, and I watched it with my parents, and it was hilarious. The Wedding Singer, Adam Sandler, Reese Witherspoon. Fantastic pick. Yeah. Yeah, not, no, one. it's not Reese Witherspoon. Drew Barrymore. Drew yeah. Barrymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Wedding Drew Barrymore. Fantastic movie. Happy Valentine's Day, Drew Barrymore. Yes. I love The Wedding. Wedding Singer is the most underrated movie It was just movie like ever. hilarious. Like, no, it was actually fantastic. hilarious. The whole David Bowie, not David Bowie, uh, David, Billy. D- Billy Idol. Yeah. That was hilarious. I love that, dude. I love Adam Sandler. Yeah. He's got a couple rom-coms that we can maybe name on this list, but I'm not going to name them. Uh, this is a tough one. I don't know if I go more mainstream. Oof. Just give a couple more picks. I think the people want to hear what you have to say as uh, opposed to me. Just, just go I, off. I, 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 just go I, off. I, Trainwreck. No, I do like that movie. LeBron. Okay. Uh, my number four pick. Ah, uh, this is tough. Um, three, two. What well, you're good under pressure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> crazy stupid love. Okay, crazy stupid love. You've mentioned that before. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's just that's a safe pick for you. I Marissa like. Tomei's character in that movie hilarious. Marissa Tomei is hilarious. Yeah, big laughs. But okay, the one I was at, had a tough time leaving off my list. I wanted to take definitely maybe, but I don't think anyone like I've that's never heard a, of that. It. That's a movie that's always on like FX. I'm like, oh, I'll watch definitely maybe. Ryan Reynolds, Isla Fisher. There's a bunch of like random people that are famous in that. Um. Netflix has actually came out with like a couple like banger. Always be my maybe, great one. Set it up, fantastic. I love Zoe. Set it Dutch. up. I heard good things about that. Zoe Dutch, big fan. Something's got to give. That movie's on all the time. I love. That's like that is my basis for a rom com. If it's on all the time, and I'm like, because that's how you get into it. No, because you're just com- it's like I can just throw this on and it's comfortable. That's right. like that's why Hitch is like the best. Like people put it on and they get ratings. I saw channels. Hitch has been on E every Sunday for the last ten years. I think. Yeah, that's a great way to rate a, a rom com. Is is just is TV it on airplay. is it on E on Sunday? Is it yeah, like on go. the movies we love? Because if it that's like it's that's like not a know. guilty pleasure, but it's like that comfort food, you know, that you yeah. just go to. I, I okay. There's like one rom com that I, I like. Dis- I don't despise it. It's not that good. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days is the most overrated movie of all time. Agreed. The movie's not that good. I, I think it's good, but it just gets it's a ton fun. of love. Like, it's because it, people love McConaughey. Yeah, but like it, it's it's good, but it's not. I I agree. It's not like nah. elite. And, and I'll probably get if my mom listens to that. She said, "Why didn't you put You've Got Mail on there?" And You've Got Mail is another movie that's always on. You've Got Mail. That was a tough one to leave off. I love mm-hmm. You've Got Mail. Collins, have you seen the Switch? With Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston? Uh, no. It's when Jennifer Aniston yeah, decides wait, she wants to have a kid and Jason yes, Bateman ends up being the, the donor. It's pretty funny. That <sighs> That's a good one. But we, hey, we got some honorable mentions from Julian. Julian says, Just Friends. Uh, he doesn't. He can't believe Collins uh, did pick it. Yeah, but Just Friends is like my favorite movie. Okay. That, so it like, kind of went over your head where like... Yeah, well, like I when, I don't know if I consider Just Friends a rom-com. Okay. I, I consider Hank, it more get a poll out on Twitter. Yeah, 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 that'd be funny. <laughs> I don't know. I, We're not getting much interaction on Twitter right now. It's I just would. Julian not, texting yeah. us. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I love it's it. It's just Julian texting us. Yeah, yeah. We I, this is basically Julian's our only listener right now. You love it, Jerry Maguire from Julian. I not the biggest Jerry Maguire guy. Is it a rom com? Notting Hill. It, Julian said Notting Hill. I think my dad's seen that movie maybe seven thousand times. Kelly Collins, Happy Valentine's Day, Kelly. Yeah, Collins. he's loving that. But uh, 
and Wedding Crashers. Why? I, I don't, wedding Crashers and Just Friends are like, I think comedies over rom coms. Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, because Wedding Crashers definitely fits the bill of just being on TV, like all right. Well, yeah, it is. It's on. Well, and it just has a romantic undertone because yeah. it's. It could be a rom com. It's not. Yeah, it I don't, be. I, I'll give it that. It's, it's, I'm looking it's at, more of a rom com than Paul Blart Mocha. I was so. going to say, in the continuum of Paul Blart to. You <laughs> if know, that's the standard, yeah. then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, this is another personal fit. It's complicated. Love that movie. Alec Baldwin steals a show in that. Oh, uh, with Meryl Streep, too? Yeah, great movie. I love that movie. That. Uh, John Krasinski's in it. He's really funny in that. There's something about Mary. Hilarious movie. Mm. Hilarious. Um, One last honorable mention from Julian, Palm Springs. I lo- Palm Springs is good. It's just too early for me to put it on there. The The scene where he's like flashing back, talking about all the people he's hooked up with at the wedding. I haven't seen and it. He's like... <laughs> He's like about to hook up with like uh, the girl's dad. Is like I cried laughing. That movie's really it's a good movie. Last one honorable mention: When Harry Met Sally. Love that movie. Yeah, Billy Crystal's so that. awesome. I love Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal's like one of the goats. Are you? A bit, I didn't know you're a big Billy Crystal guy. I love him. I love Billy Crystal too. It's hilarious. Have you seen Parental Guidance? Yeah. That movie is so good. Come on, come on. That movie's great. Have you seen yeah, Parental I've Guidance? Yeah, I've seen it. I just, yeah. I love that's like your first thing. You're like, no, not Monsters Inc. Just yeah, well, Monsters Inc. is, of course, but you know, Mike it, Wazowski. I, yeah, that was a good Sparty Awards. It's pretty good. We named like 15 movies. Yeah, but that's all right. I mean, we named like 20 movies. I mean, I didn't do this all that. I mean, these movies, like, I'm looking at this list, by the way, and it's just like all movies. I'm like, oh, I like all these movies. Well, here, yeah. let me give you two more. Here's here's my honorable mentions. Okay, Hank. okay. Fifty first dates. Yes, that everyone. I. It's on TV. All I said by it's the standard. On TV, it's, by the standard, it's it is on TV all the time. And then I'm, I'm gonna give you a little. I'm gonna give you a left field one right here. What? It's a newer one. What? Crazy Rich Asians. Fantastic oh, movie. Yeah, really good. I, that that, that was always on TV too. When I was doing research for this, I saw that on a lot of people's lists. That's a good one. Yeah. The scene where they're like, uh, it's uh, I can't help fall in love with like with Elvis, and they're like going down. That's sick. Yeah. I don't even know how they did that. It's <laughs> yeah. like I'm like, this is the coolest. Like, that's another one, Hank, where it's like it's it's a good movie. Like it has that's, good ratings. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. It's like it's just it had, a good movie. Didn't it win like a couple Oscars? Like it has. Like, I don't. Yeah, and it's something. new. It's like a newer one. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. So I want to say that. Yeah. All right. Is Bull Durham considered a rom com? I don't know. <laughs> is what Bull Durham? I don't know what that I, is. I don't know what that word means. Okay, you guys haven't seen Bull Durham. You guys need to watch. Get get some culture and watch the movie. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was culture. your day. This was your day. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna take a quick break. After the break, do a little Australian Open tennis. We'll talk about that betting corner, which will be fun because I probably have like 15 plays today. That yeah, I, we'll that probably I like. we'll, we'll have a lot of betting to talk about. Yes, a lot of betting to talk about. So full full tilt right now. But right now, we're gonna take a quick little break. Stick with us on the Green and White Report. Back here at the Green and White Report, twelve twenty-two on a Sunday morning. Quick Ryan break. Collins. That was a quick break. Yeah, a little quick break. Turbo break. Turbo break. There you go. And as first of all, I wanted to mention this. My buddy, like in one, you know, you have like those huge like Snapchat group chats and stuff. He just yeah. like so bull riding is kind of fun to watch. I love when you have, like because he's a Michigan fan. He's probably waiting for the Michigan Wisconsin game. When you have like a one o'clock CBS game or like say it's like the Sunday. Of like some random golf tournament in like the summer, the the CBS like sports spectacular programming is like the worst thing ever. It's like it's the mo- it's like can this be over with? I just want to watch the game. Yeah, and it's like some guy bull riding in the PBR. I'm like, why is this on CBS? <laughs> I'm like, why? Please. Bull riding is electric. Oh. It, is it though? Yes. What's Dude, the- are you kidding me? It's just funny. 
funny watching a guy just head stomped in he wanted to he chose that i know these guys get on these wild animals and i I think it's funny sneaky good rom-com the longest ride where the guys at bull is that about bull riding pbr is involved with it (laughs) heavily involved (laughs) it's heavily involved all right all right up the quota to like 23 movies this is a great great smarty awards today yeah but uh, i mean I just, I, like CBS figure, I don't want to watch that. I really don't. Yeah. I, one thing I haven't been able to watch in TV, I love that TV loves tennis. I love tennis yeah. too. We're not going to do a whole lot about tennis because I don't think there's a big listening audience who wants not, to not a ton, get no. nitty gritty with the Australian Open. We've but, got a few headlines though. Yeah, but I try lay them out for me, the headlines on the Australian Open because yeah. I haven't watched at all because I'll get locked in during the semis. Well, so the fun, the, the to me, the most fun thing, I'm a night owl. I just stay up late. That's yeah. just what I do. The, the the most fun thing about the Australian Open is it's it's on the other side of the country or the world. You get what I'm saying? It's on the other yeah. side of the world. So you know when they're playing, they're playing at like midday there, and it's like midnight. It here. looks so hot there too. Oh yeah, it, it's scorcher. Yeah. But Serena Williams last night had an electric win at like twelve thirty, like midnight ish. You Love know, that, it was it was yeah. awesome. So she upset Ari Arena Sabalenka. I just butchered that name, whatever. But uh, that was actually an upset. She yeah. was the seventh. Seventh seed, Serena was the tenth. So Serena will advance to the quarterfinal. Um, she has not won a. You're grand- a Serena guy, though. Love like, Serena. Yeah, like, she she's like my second favorite individual athlete. Third, okay. third, third. I like that. It's like Michael Phelps, LeBron, and Serena. Michael Phelps. Whoa. I forgot you. Swam. Yeah, I was a swimmer. That yeah. was my main sport. He was not a Lochte guy. I like Lochte. I is he, there, he's a little is sauce, there, but is there like other like swimmers that you could even like i mean there's 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 a few like they march i'm a march spitz guy yeah, <laughs> yeah like, march like, spitz like, shout out happy valentine's day mark spitz yeah mark spitz swam without goggles what well everyone kind of did back then but that's just insane like yeah look up mark spitz like did he's he swimming the butterfly like and he's like got his eyes open it's crazy he also had a great mustache and great hair. Fantastic. Mark Spitz, overall great, great athlete. But anyways, uh, we are so far off the rails. Yes. Serena last won a major in 2016. Yeah, wow. Which is crazy because she's been so incredibly relevant in the five years afterwards. So people have been you know, entertaining the question of, is she past her prime, blah, 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 blah. But she's always good. She's always right there. You know, she's made it to the final and stuff. But... Anyway, she advances the quarterfinal. The way the bracket's set up, she could face Naomi Osaka, who's the three seed, but pretty much the consensus best player in the world, um, in the semifinal if they both win their quarterfinal matchup. So I, I, I guess, <clears throat> Collins, just on a, on a face value, what, what percent chance do you give Serena to win the Australian Open at 39 years old uh, and break her drought? Uh, 10. 10? I don't, That's I, fair. That's about what her odds were. I, Serena's like... I. Uh, She's kind of got. She's gone to a couple finals though in that yeah. span, and it just kind of the wheels kind of fall off when she gets to those finals. So I I don't know when she has her serve going, she can beat anyone obviously yeah. because her serve is just that dominant. But um, I just I feel like she's not going to win on hard court again, and and a major level. Okay, so you're saying you're thinking Wimbledon or the French Open? Yes. Okay. I, I just I, I don't think she has like the capabilities physically anymore. I mean, I don't know. The I thing can, is, she's gonna be around for a. I mean, look at Venus, her older sister. Like she's still yeah. relevant. Like Serena's gonna be in the mix. She already has been, you know, for the last five years. Yeah. And hasn't won anything. I, I just I don't know how many more chances she's gonna get to actually get back to the final and win. So if she gets there, she has to win it. I love women's tennis. I, I women's tennis is so much better to watch than men's. Tennis. I think so too. It's not even close. I think so too. Because they we actually, might be, we're definitely in the minority there, though. I don't know. Though. They, no one breaks serves in men's tennis. 
That's Women's true. tennis, there's happens all the time. It's great. It's and it, it does a big pendulum swing. Yeah, Hank, gonna, Hank, do you watch tennis at all? Not in the slightest. Okay, okay. I'm Osaka, I just wanted to know it. You like Osaka? Love Osaka. Yeah, she's she's great too. I love Osaka. Does she, she date? Who does she date? I don't know. ASAP Ferg, I think. Something like that. <laughs> no, he does. No, I don't know. She does. Actually. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I love Osaka. Okay, back to the men's side. But uh, yeah, just a quick little update. Number one seed Novak Djokovic allegedly tore an abdominal muscle in the third He's round. He's had a really nice year, man. He still came back and won that. Uh, I did. I did actually follow this this match. Okay, that was that was pretty electric. Djokovic, dude, is having one of the weirder years I think a professional athlete has had. Yeah, just remember be- when he got what what was it where he, he, had, he gave everyone COVID? Basically, they had a tournament with like full capacity, like in the middle. Yeah, that, that was that was weird. Like, what are you thinking? That was yeah. So, so he, there's just speculation whether or not he's going to do his thing. I don't know, but yeah. um. So, and then uh, you know our last Rafael Nadal is the number two seed. Is it my is guy? Yeah, I, I know you're a Nadal guy, so I want to ask. He's a lefty. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Rafa. It's kind of just like okay, we'll pencil him in for the French, and then we'll see if he can get another major. I don't know. I. I Men's tennis is great. I, it, men's tennis is great to watch like, at the like end, like in the semis. So it's been, like it's almost unwatchable, like watching yeah. the first and second round because the guys just going straight. Yeah, sense. Just, it's it's chalk. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Live update: Novak Djokovic wore tape above his right hip and he won, so he moved on. Okay. There you go. All that for nothing. Well, I want to say. There we go, though. That's all we got for men's tennis. Hey, yeah. Well, what about that, that only show in the East Lansing area talking men's tennis? Yeah, come on, tune in. I'm not done yet, man. I want to talk about that Djokovic match where they literally left in the middle of the set. Did you see that? Yeah. They had like a full, they had like 30,000 fans there. <laughs> and then some guy comes on the mic like halfway through the set. It's like, yeah, you guys all got to go. Everyone's got to get out of here. <laughs> that was bizarre. And it was that like did, a close game. Yeah, that, that did not get enough love on like social media. Yeah. Wait, what uh, happened? The fans had to leave the stadium. In the middle of this like tight, man, I don't know what the. What oh, the, did they have like a curfew? Or do they have a curfew? Was for, it that or was it like. I think it was just the fact that they realized they had 30,000 people. They just had too many people in, in the stands. Yeah. But uh, how did that even happen? Like, what? It's well, just management. There's, there's, there's no COVID part, right? in Australia, right? Right. But so what it had to do with COVID. That's, I mean, that's what. Were they American people, maybe? Could be. I, I just, I just, I love me. the pictures of these guys like sitting in the stands, like, I'm not leaving this. this yeah, I know. Everyone's being like stubborn. And I would be too. I'd be like, like, what? Yeah. It's crazy. You at least just make a stink about it so like you can watch a little bit more. Yeah. Until they like really try Drag to force you out, out of there. Yeah. yeah. But what, whatever. There we go. Uh, Australian Open we need, Tennis. We need to get like a segment name for tennis. The serve. <laughs> Something like that. That'd the ace. Awesome. <laughs> Straight sets with Trent Valley and Ryan Collins. How's that? I would lo- that is awesome. Straight sets. Love that. We just talk a little. <laughs> so every five minutes, we just talk, talk a little tennis shop. It's like, yeah, where they're at. Yeah, they're, at, they're in Cincinnati this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you seen it all his backhand. He's he's on it this week. He's on fire. Yeah, guy's slice is unbelievable. It's up to thirty eight percent on his. Uh, I love t- tennis. Yeah. Is so fun to play too. I it love is. tennis. Okay, let's move to the betting corner. How'd you do this week, TB? Not particularly great. A lot of that had to do with Michigan State uh, playing Iowa. Ugh. Yeah, I, I fell in that trap too. I really Collins smart money man. was on Michigan State too. It didn't make any sense. They were like. They went from, I think there were like five and a half point dogs on Friday night all the way to four. Yeah. Like before tip. So smart money was on like Michigan State and they just got hammered. So. 30. 
The thing is, too, Collins, it, I, we already I, talked I, about MSU Hoops, we won't get back into it, but that felt like the, ga- the game, yeah. the, the classic Michigan State, turn it on in late February, early March, and it's like, they're, okay, man, they just beat a too. great team. Okay, let's go. Spartan Dogs, we're back, we're rolling. Nope, lost by third. I was, I was, uh, I was tuned up, and I was like, okay, season starts today. New yeah. se- I was saying all that stuff, and it's just like, nope. Yeah, so I put a little on the... the uh, the Michigan State money line, and then I'd put more on the spread because I just thought, you know, they'd at yeah. least cover the spread, maybe lose by like a three or something, or like a Garza foul late in the game. Meanwhile, Luca Garza had eight points, and the Spartans still lost by 30. But enough about that game because uh, I'm just going to end up crying. One bet that I did place that I loved this week was, the, I, and, and again, I'm, I am not going to use the term free money. Yeah. The LeBron James over-under for points, rebounds, and assists in a game hits every damn time. I'm telling you. It's always like 41 and a half, and LeBron finishes with 28, 10, and 7, and you it's free money. Have you been have you you do that every single time? I'm four for five. Okay. I've done okay. I, I don't do it every game. It depends. Like I I always keep an eye as AD playing because that matters, because then it's like LeBron's gonna score more. This that. But that that's the beauty of the bet, is that if he is a little more passive, you know. It still counts as one towards your, your yeah, total, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I, so it's just fun. You just get to watch LeBron. You get to watch him in all his brilliance, and you just get to enjoy it. NBA and when player he puts props. on another virtuoso, you get NBA player props are awesome. They're so fun. I like on Friday we was watching the Pistons team, put some money on the Pistons, and then bet under nine and a half points for Isaiah Stewart, which hit. <laughs> he had five points, but nice. like, stuff like that is fun. You're just rooting against one guy, or yeah. you're rooting for one guy, and you, it's. You, you get pure hatred, and those are like the lowest moments as a human being. When yes, you are, they are. When you are just rooting, like like when Tiger Woods is like in a major, and I'm rooting against like these humans and saying horrific things. I'm like, I probably should reevaluate where my priorities <laughs> lie because <laughs> yeah. you like say, you're you, screaming. You say you're like, what? I'm like, am I a nut? Cat? Like I'm just a nut job. What am I doing? I'm like I don't know. Right, you're just in the whole time. You know, you're just throwing money into the yes. wind. What, yeah. So what do you like on the board today? Um, I actually, I haven't even looked, so I'm, I'll toss it to you, okay, I guess. I, I, I want your opinion on this. So Michigan comes back. I think they haven't played in three weeks. I don't even know how much they've been practicing, to be honest. Well, there's probably restrictions because when Michigan State had their whole pause, they could do, I think the max they could do is two-man workouts. So it's like the team can't even practice as a unit. Wow. So Collins, that's a good point. That's something to watch today. Okay, yeah, and three mi- weeks, that's huge. Yeah, and Michigan, is, Michigan is plus a half point. So even money against Wisconsin, a team they beat by like forty, yeah. like a month and a half ago. What wow. do you think of that? Like that is that is su- that I it's they're begging you, begging you to take Michigan. They are because all they got to do is win. It's a pick 'em. Yeah, but uh, like plus a half. Well, I know when Michigan's right, they're better than Wisconsin. I would, you obviously like hammer this, but like I, you have to take Wisconsin. Vegas is telling you to take Wisconsin here because they're begging you to take Michigan. Vegas. Begged us to take Michigan State on Saturday. I'm just saying, you, you, <laughs> I'm not, this is a this is a game you bet, and you're like, why did I bet on Michigan? They have not like even played or practiced together in like a month, and Wisconsin, and Wisconsin just went by like 15, and it's not, it's like a pro, it's like the Michigan State Rutgers game. Like you're like, yeah. why, that was stupid. That's why, true. Yeah, That's like, true. They're coming off a three week layoff. Well, okay, but I, I'm. Have- have they had some practice leading up to this game? At least I'm just, they definitely have. I'm they just, must. I don't be, know right? how much though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Those are details we'd like to know. Probably. But I don't think any of them had COVID. It was just because the new strand. Yeah. Was in. It was big on Ann, their campus. Yeah. So in Ann Arbor. They, yeah, they had to shut it down. So, you know what? I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm gonna pick Michigan. 
You're gonna take Michigan. I'm gonna take Michigan. I'll plus, take I have basic. It's a pick'em, so you got the Badgers. I would prefer if I was wrong. Yeah, I'm not actually gonna bet on this. I would prefer if the Badgers won Obviously, for obvious dude. reasons. Yeah, no, duh. But okay, moving into a different NASCAR. You like anyone on well, that, dude? Okay, the Daytona 500 is today. People are probably yeah. somewhat interested in that. I yeah. don't. I, I, the thing is about this kind of stuff. I know nothing. I'm, I'm gonna. I know I'm nothing. Gonna, I just know. I'm like, oh, I'll bet on Kyle. Bush I know or that something. Denny Hamlin has is in funny commercials. I know that you like the Denny Hamlin commercials. No, actually, I don't like them at all. I was, but I, I was, I was about to jump down your throat. Okay, dude. I mean, he's nice in, PJs. Yeah. I hate that commercial. <laughs> yeah, <it sucks. laughs> They're at least like, I, I feel like like middle aged men love them. They do. I, I don't know. Uh, What's it, the demographic for that commercial? I don't know. It's not. Is that a Domino's commercial? By the way, yeah, I think so. Domino's is slept on, dude. Like your PJs. It's good as a dumb punchline. It's not that good. By the way, oh, you know what is the best commercial I've ever seen? Is the Geico scoop? There it is. That's yeah, good. That is. It's, who, it's a little whoever overhyped. came up it's with a little that. Overhyped. No, no, no. It's not. Uh, Think it deserves all the hype. <laughs> whoever, whoever came up with that should be, you know, get an unbelievable raise and retire tomorrow. The dancing is what makes it for me. Scoop, there it is. It's great. Scoop, it's, it, there I, it is. Sprinkles. Yeah, it, Chaka-laka, uh, yeah. Chaka. It's just great. It comes on, and I'm immediately happy. There's yeah. a, the, I, the progressive, like, don't end up like your parents' commercials are fantastic. Those are too. great, too. <laughs> we talked <laughs> about those before. Quinoa's Joaquin. That's no, great. It's a, you we, worked, we, we, we talked about those I know, before. we talked about so but, good. But it. I just did online banking. Was I hashtagging? No. <laughs> that's like, it was like, bro, who writes this stuff? It's hilarious. No, the best part is you woke up early, no one cares. Because <laughs> that is like the most, the, parent, thing. That is yeah. the most parent thing ever when you come down and you're eating your cereal. Oh, good afternoon. At, 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 at like noon, it's like... Say, well, I went for a walk this morning. I'm like, cool, cool. It's awesome. Oh, good afternoon. Good to see you today. Yeah. I'm like, hello. You know, like, uh, let's not forget, I stay up till 3 a.m. and yeah. you go to bed at 10. Like, it's like our, our timelines are just a little off. Sorry. Yeah. I have no idea about NASCAR, but someone in my group chat said Truex. What's his name? I, I, Martin Truex. So, okay. Yeah. Well, he's not. That's, in- what we're, that's what we're taking for the NASCAR 500. Okay. I don't know what the NASCAR five hundred. Yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't okay, good. Okay, I'm gonna take Joey Logano. Slow down. In this room is now dumber. Okay, so what jo- was what is that from? It's from uh, Billy Madison. Mm. Oh, okay. Joey Logano's plus twelve hundred. So that's a lot. Good odds. I mean, I Martin Truitt's plus sixteen hundred. I'm like not good with numbers. I probably should not like. Uh, yeah, I, I, you're all right. Bubba Wallace. That'd be a good story. Yeah. Bubba Wallace is a fire name, by the way. Is the Daytona 500 always around this time, or is it because of COVID? No, it is. It's it, always in February. It's always in February? Yeah, because it's like Daytona 500, and I think the NBA All-Star game usually fall. Oh. So this is probably day, yeah. not the first time that the Daytona 500 is on Valentine's Day. Probably not. This probably happened before. Well, that, wasn't the NBA All-Star game always this weekend? It's usually in mid-February, yeah, yeah. That, that's but this, yeah, or the beginning of February, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm gonna take Joey Logano. Used to sponsor Home Depot, no free ads, but I, you know, did love that. They had the carts. They, okay, what? They had Home Depot carts. What, what do you like, mean? Like what? a shopping cart that like you push your kids in. Yeah. That was a race car that had it was number twenty in orange and Joey Logano. And I used to sit in that, and my dad would push me around Home Depot and get all the stuff like when we bought our house when I was like five. Okay. Mm. You know what I mean? I, 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 I didn't take you as a huge Home Depot guy. I didn't know you were I'm, 45 um, years old. Get stuff done. Yeah, what's their, love, what's their actually, slogan? I take, it, I take it back. I love Home Depot. Depot dogs are the best. Yeah, good commercials, too. So, yeah. Luke Sloan worked there. So for, did uh, yeah, and so Nathan Stearns. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I think yeah. Stearns ended up 
hang on up though. Yeah. No, no, Sloan did. Whatever, around, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Never mind. Do you have any other picks, or is that all you got today? Um, let me look. Uh, let me look at the NBA slate. I'll think of something real quick. I, I just got one bet I like today out of the ACC: Pittsburgh plus five against Georgia Tech. I, I've watched Georgia Tech and Pitt play a lot. Pittsburgh's just more athletic than them, so okay. I I like the plus five there. I think that's gonna be a tight game. Okay, I'll I'll give you one I like here. I like uh, the Pelicans uh, minus four and a half over the Pistons. I'll tell you why. Mason Plumlee's out. I still believe, um, and it's going to be Stephen Adams and Zion probably just polarizing the middle. I would love to see what the Pistons against the spread numbers are, and we could probably get that up there. They're pretty that's good. Where, that's what I'm saying. They cover a lot. They do cover a lot, but a lot of times the lines are very big. Yeah, but still. This is a smaller line. This is why I'm saying. But, you know, the, the, the Pelicans aren't world beaters. I think they're like 10th in the 10th in the West, but still. I, I like that, and you know what else I've, I like? I've gotten I, crushed on the Pelicans this year. They're just, off, something's off with them. They never should have hired SVG. That was a bizarre he, dude. Yeah, I don't know why they believe in him. It's After just not even seeing like, him in Detroit for SVG. I, I like he was a good coach for Orlando, and I think SVG like people started to like him when he was on TV because he was good. He was yeah, really he was good really at, good on TV. Yeah, he was really good on TV. I, I made the joke. I'm like he Reggie Miller and Chris Webber owes SVG like. <laughs> like yeah, he, yeah. He, he should give him like ten mil because he basically just because he sounded so much more intelligent than they did for but, sure. Um, Collins Pistons eleven eleven and two against the spread. That's not bad, dude. That's the definition of 500. Yeah. 11 and 11 and then two pushes. What about, but like you look at their like, if you bet them on the money line, you're up a lot of money because they're they're like, you think without the games they've right. won, yeah. they're at least like plus 150 like money line dogs in all those games. Pretty much. But yeah, I, I don't know. I like the, I like the Pelicans. There's to a cover. lot of NBA today. There is a surprising amount. Like, um, Another game I like, Collins, I like Celtics minus seven over the Wizards. The Wizards just stink. Like, they're another team that the Pistons should be scared of, uh, stealing their, you know, number one odds. Yeah. So, the Celtics are weird, though. Like, they're actually kind of average this year. Yeah, I watching the Celtics and... Well, Brown is awesome. Jalen Brown is awesome, yeah, and so miss. is Jason Tatum. But, but even then, like, they've, they've both kind of cooled off a little bit. They started off the season really well, and they're both yeah. going to make the All-Star team, but, like... I just they're I, fourth in the East right now. I don't know what it is about like the Celtics this year. I, like I thought Tristan Thompson was gonna be a lot better, yeah, a better fit because they haven't really had a guy down low. They still play Tice all those minutes. Like I thought those that was gonna be Tristan Thompson's, yeah, minute, and it's all Tice's minutes. So uh, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, we can take a quick break here and then, and, and kind of regroup and kind of end the show. Maybe talk a little bit more Michigan State basketball, Michigan yeah. State football. We'll finish with a bang. Yeah, but we're going to take a quick break here at the Green White Report. Fired up right now. Love yeah, this Collins. Song. Just so, yeah, your speakers aren't broken uh, at home. No, Collins is just drumming on the on the countertop here. Great song. When Great I say song. my heart skipped a beat, hearing this this pounding in my headphones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I was I was a little thrown off, and then I was like, oh no, Collins is just really enjoying himself over here. It's a great song. But uh, talking about, uh, well, it's funny doing a radio show and just running out of topics for the last 15 minutes, but one thing I did want to talk about was Jordan Spieth. Are you a Spieth guy? No. And we can get Hank maybe in the mix here, too. Yes. Well, I'm not, I'm not yes. a golf guy, so you guys got to just take it away. So Spieth is in contention for the second week in a row. I believe he's leading right now. I can look that up right yeah, now. Yeah, I think he had a two-stroke lead. Yeah, but, it's, I mean, it's kind of been weird what's going on with, like, Jordan Spieth. He goes from being, like, 
this Wonderkin, he's a, yeah, he's at minus 13. Russell Knotts is at minus 11. Daniel Berger's at minus 11. So he's had a good opportunity to win at Pebble today. He tees off at 140. I think that's... Yeah. By the way, golf, the way they handle golf TV is like the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. The, the, like it's the, horrible. It's CBS to like the the 30-minute window where you can't watch anything. Yeah, but isn't there like a golf channel? Is that, yeah, is that but they, you, they but, don't... But it's like the way they do it is so weird. It's like... the. Like, today, I bet they have, like, it's on the draw channel from 11 to 2, and then it comes back at, like, 3.30 on mm-hmm. CBS. Well, what's in between? Nothing. They have, like, that's these commentary what... shows where they just no. talk about the tournament. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. And there'll be, like, college basketball before, and it's, like, if you really want to watch it, it's impossible to watch it. And then you get you got to buy, like, PJ Tour Live, and then PJ Tour Live only covers, like, three people, so you can't watch the whole tournament. It's, it's a mess. But... It, I, I think it's like fascinating how people are treating speed because I think that last year people were kind of annoyed of him. Like I'm tired of you. Like this guy's a psychopath, gets on his caddy all the time and all like all this stuff. Now everyone's like, yeah, I, I love that Spieth's back. I, I, I forgot how many Spieth guys that are out there. Are you well, a Spieth guy? He, well, I I definitely was. He was electric, you know. To no, start. that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like he was like I think people forget how big he was when mm-hmm. he went on his run. What was that? 2016 or 2017? Uh, it, it feels like it was only like two years ago, but it might have been no, a bit yeah. longer. Yeah, but like I mean, I, he dropped out. I think of the top 40 in the world mm-hmm. at one point last year. I mean, I remember watching the PGA Championship, and he was horrific. It was like uh, horrible to watch. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't love Spieth. I don't like Spieth. I don't know what it is. Really, he takes forever to play. Is it, is it that he's an Under Armour guy? Do you okay? We didn't have a discussion about. It. I actually kind of like the Under Armour golf stuff. His hat stinks, but other than that, I like everything else. I don't like Under Armour in general. Mm, yeah. You don't like I, the Curry's? No, really? No, I think they're dude. Cool. Curry's are my least favorite like shoe in anything. I had a pair of Curry's. I the Once first like time. two versions of the Curry's were cool. Now they're like not good. Well, okay, I guess I had like the I had like the first couple gens. I guess yeah. I hate the logo they gave him too for like his own brand. It's a bad logo. Yeah, it's just not good. Like I, th- that's what, Under Armour is weird, dude. They got like good athletes, but they don't do enough with it. Yeah, like they got Phelps. You don't like the they 30? had they had the Cam SC, Newton. But it's like a thirty at the same time. It's it's clever, dude. It's, those Under Armour like cleats that like went up to your like knees that were like the Superman ones after yeah, Cam. Cam. Yeah, everyone had those. I like, didn't the high top ones. Those can't be comfortable to wear. No way. That's that's well, you're not a, gonna you're not gonna sprain your ankle. A, a progressive commercial. This should definitely be a part of it. A dad telling his son, "Hey, you can't wear those low tops playing basketball. You're gonna sprain your ankle." That <laughs> is a great idea because it literally that, that's a, such a dadism. He said, "Yeah, you got to cover those ankles. You got to get the high tops." I'm like, yeah, I, I, Sparty Awards idea could be dadisms. Yes, I can do that all day though. But. Yeah, well, you got to think of your four best. It's better. It's better than you guys just not knowing half the movies. I was saying. Well, that. we knew it was in your wheelhouse. Like, we, there's going to be a few picks we just don't know. Okay. That's just how it is. I, I know we're just riffing here, but what, I, I want to talk more Michigan State basketball. Okay, then let's do it. it, it it's like it's cathartic to talk it, it, this out in the open for the people. I think. Yes. I, what is like? What rotation move do they still have? That do they have one still? Where it's just like. Oh, this guy plays a little bit more because earlier they 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 flip Hauser to the bench and they have Malik Hall start and you're like, oh, this actually made a difference in the first half. Do they have another one of those left in their bad pocket? The thing about Hauser going to the bench was he responded so well and you it really gave you confidence. Like coming off the bench in that first game against Penn State, he had a nine point first half. Like yeah. he still he was still aggressive and then 
against Iowa, you just didn't see that, and it's like, okay, it's right back down the drain. Now, I will say this. That Iowa game was such a blowout that it could be an anomaly in that sense. Like, we're going to see, yeah. you know, against Purdue, maybe Joey Hauser has a great game off the bench, and then we're back to like, okay, this could this could work, you know? I My biggest thing, dude, is Rocket Watts needs more minutes at the two. And he maybe, the, maybe I, he hasn't could, really played the one. I I was getting upset about that, and then a couple people in the room was like, he really hasn't played the one in like a month. And they're trying to write, I guess. Yeah, but he played the one for the last six minutes of that Penn State game. Now, I know that was because he played Foster really good. Had a shoulder issue. He played really, really good at the end of that Penn State game. I, that's why I was encouraged, I think, for Saturday. I was like, okay, Rocket maybe got a little bit of his confidence back because he was awesome on the defensive side of the ball. He made it, he has a huge tip in at the end of the game. Like, he had some moments where I was like, oh, he might look like he's confidence-wise going to turn confidence-wise turn the corner, but I guess not. Okay, I'm going to throw a lineup at you guys, both of you. I want, I want to hear your thoughts. And this could be absolutely stupid, but it's do-or-die time, right, for the Spartans. Yes. It's sink or swim. Yes. Foster Lawyer at the point, start Rocket at the two, bump Langford to the three, put Henry at a small ball four, and then I don't care who you play at the five. You can start Hauser, you can start Bingham, you can start Hall. Well, the problem... Like, I, I know that, that that's not going to work against like Michigan just because you need size. Yes. And, and you know, Travion Williams with Purdue, obviously that's but, kind of an issue too. Well, Trent, but well, why are you still starting Langford at this point? I like what, Langford. I, I, well. I wanted to be great, and he hits his shots, whatever, but like... Other than that, where does Lane he is Okay, uh, that's actually a good point. Maybe I you can disagree. play like maybe you, maybe you can start Gabe Brown. Maybe you put Gabe Brown. I was going to say, well, listen, oh, dude, Collins, Collins, listen here, what, man. Let all scores on. He's, he's the only guy who can get his own shot. That's what Lane for. Lane well, the best true. shooter on the team. That's I think. True. But but you could bring him off the bench and he'd be just as effective. But what I want to say is, when you watch that Iowa game, I don't like. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying because what they're doing with Rocket, I hate it. I hate that he doesn't. That's play. what I'm saying. He sh- if he started at the two, maybe he would just. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, dude. I think it could be magic. You can't. Ju- I like the, well, here's the, when they play Rocket at the two. It's always with Hogard at the one, and it's it, yeah, and it's not. It doesn't look. But good. dude, no. everyone, everyone is talking about how like Rocket has really embraced this bench role. I don't think so. No. He looks like a sad puppy every time he comes onto the court. Like I just don't, and I feel bad for him because he he came here thinking he would be like a number two scoring option. At the, like the lowest, well, right? The, like at, at he's the, that dynamic. Yeah. So I think you should try to go back to that. You should try to. Izzo knows more than we do. Like there's practice every day. I think you should start Rocket again at the two. I just the thing that is weird is because Rock. I mean, Rocket last year wasn't awesome. He wasn't. No, like, but he had. He the end had, of the year, he was. At the end of the year, you're like, the Michigan State's a problem because, because there he were, came on. There were real conversations about if there was a tournament and Rocket had a good tournament, he could have declared for the NBA draft. His stock was high enough at that point where like he could have been a late first-round pick. Absolutely. I actually think if there was a tournament, Henry would have went pro because Henry was playing that good, they too. Both, mm-hmm. They both could have. I don't know about Rocket. But and then, I, dude, uh, that would have been insane. Four Spartans could have been drafted last year. Well, when you think of, you brought this up, moving Henry to the small ball four, I don't hate that because I think he's one of the better rebounders on this team. And defenders. Yes, but everywhere out, they can't. I don't know if this team can go small because they just get crushed on the board. Well, so, and oh, they here's, just. Here's what I wanted to say earlier. When you watch that Iowa game, to me, there were two players that really stood out as far as just effort and doing the little things Gabe Brown. Gabe Brown and Thomas Kithier. And okay, I, neither I, one of them are the flashy option, but they're at least they're hustling out there and doing I, the little things right. Kithier brings you nothing on the offensive side of the ball. Usually, he's he's been a little bit better on the offensive end. I think like the I, last Iowa three. game, he, he looked good on the inside against Garza. Actually, eh, I mean, what, I, to start the game, obviously. Yeah. 
I he is he's so, he's a little bit undersized. He's a good rebounder. And I, I, I think that's the one. Yeah, thing he had I, that one possession with two offensive boards. Yeah, he's a better, mm-hmm. he's a better rebounder than the thing about it is you, you look at Marble and you see some of the flashes. You're like, this guy needs to play more. Yeah. And when they've played him, he has not been good. Nope. He has not played well the that's, last like, see, three. And games. Collins, to your point, that is where I just cut him out. He's done. You don't give him any more chances, and that's not his fault. It's just that there are too many mouths to feed on this team. Yeah, I, I think they've already decided to say Bingham's gonna be our number one guy, but like. But even then, he only we got 13 minutes against Iowa. He gets it's, one it's, fall and you take him out. I don't I know. It's that like, was so. I, like, and I get it. It's because Izzo looking ahead is like, okay, we got Garza here. I don't want him to get in foul trouble. I'm going to pull him right away and I'm going to put him in five minutes later. But then it's like, dude, he can't get a rhythm. No, he can't. I I, I don't know. I just, I, when you said that lineup, I think that's a little too small. There's two There's two t- like players on this team that are just wildly underperforming to their like capabilities. It's Joey Hauser and Roger Watts. And if you have any optimism that this team's going to figure it out, it's one of those guys steps up. So you do you think maybe they should both just be put back in the starting lineup and no. you just put your best five out there to start every game? Well, I, I, they're not the best five right now. Like Malik Hall has been better than Joey Hauser. Well, yeah. But Joey Hauser's a better player is what I'm saying. Like if you put your best five out there. Yeah. I The one little storyline that I think is creeping under the surface is – this team next year is that I don't. There's gonna be a lot of departures. I think from this team after this. Someone's year. gonna transfer in the front court. There's too many guys. Someone's leaving. Like I think we Mar- said this last year too, and there was no one who left. Which I mean, I, I could be COVID, could be credit to what is right. built and stuff like that. But like I think Marble might go. There's I think a lot Malik of guys. Hall might go. They they Kithier we, might go. Malik Hall's not going anywhere. Malik Hall's. Well, I I, I think I he is going to stay too. But I'm just saying. I think like, Malik Hall could be a all Big Ten player his senior year. Maybe not sure. He's he, really really he, good. He's he's a smart player. And, he's and, yeah. He's and, a good feel. He's another guy if we if, that I would say that probably should be developed right now. But there's just no room for him. Dude, you know. He, he this is he needs this is minutes. just this is nitpicking. He frustrates me at the free throw line. He ne- I don't think he's ever gone two for two. It's so funny. What's it called? My buddy who's in his zone. He he's like. One for two, book it. One Will? for two, yeah. Will, Will. No, shout out Will. <laughs> yeah. Will, I'm exa- I'm with you, Will. He yeah. literally, I, every, I said under my breath yesterday at the one line. For two. I'm like, th- he never goes two for two. It's pretty ever. incredible. It is. He'll he'll rip the first one. It won't even hit the rim. Yeah. And then the second one, he'll just rims out every like, time. It's what that is. Uh, it's, yeah. it's fascinating. That's my only gripe with Malik Hall. Other than that, he's fantastic. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to think of a lineup. Like, do you have a lineup? Hate that you said. I. Gabe Brown played well yesterday, Listen, and I, I'm Gabe Brown's biggest credit. He did play well. He I, he needs some sort of minutes to see how he stretches out the offense a little well, bit. Well, he finished with 15, which led the Spartans, but he got five in garbage time, so you yeah. kind of got to... Well, yeah. The thing is, the, the, the team looks so lethargic. I just think you need to reward the players that are actually laying it all she. out there. And and Gabe Brown's off. To, he's got a great... He's a great athlete. That, that block... Chase down block. That chase down block was incredible. Yeah. I, I just think you got to reward the players that are out that there. That alley-oop was so stupid. Hank, one thing I'll say, too, and, and this is just to your point, like, I'm lucky enough to cover the team and be, like, in the Breslin. Yeah. Like, after every game. I hate that, dude. What? That he well, the, shoots after He does. The game. He's the only one, too. Like, he comes that's out so there hard. in his tank top, and he shoots the ball for, like, yeah, half hour. Yeah, that's such a hard on move. Like, that, what is that really doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, It just sends gotta, the message that you're working. That's true. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm at a loss for words for this team. If I can get one one more thought in, I I would in an ideal world. I don't think Foster plays that much anymore either. The problem is he, there's just no so point guard play. It's Hogard. I don't. Yeah. Know, yes. Yes. I, that's okay. Yes. 
I, I was kind of hinting at this earlier, and I, you've the way you just developed that, that is what Foster, like, is doing all he can. Like, I, I personally don't think he's been that bad defensively No, this I don't year. either. But, but Because they've done a good job of hiding him, and actually the Spartans from top to bottom are a good defensive team. That's not, that's where I disagree with you. They This team was billed to be one of the best, like, Izzo defensive teams ever. They get crushed on the interior every single time they play, and, and like, yeah. they have size. And they get crushed on the board. That I, the first Iowa game was telling. Yeah, because they just they couldn't rebound right at all. Well, and that's what I'm saying. You got to reward the Kith years and the Browns that are going to go out there yeah, and scrap like, for the ball. Gabe but, Brown is a great rebounder for a size. But when you say you made a really good point, because in the ideal world, like Foster doesn't play. But that you just much. don't have any other options. And, at and point. in an ideal world, Kith year doesn't play as much. Like Kith year mm-hmm. gets a lot of flat, but like he's not the problem. Yeah. Like uh, and uh, he's far from it, dude. They like, he doesn't that, do anything yeah. wrong. The guys that you want the minutes of them to get out of them, they you just can't. They haven't played good. Yeah, like uh, which is it's weird. It's 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 Henry this, it's is the only guy who st- has been at what you thought he was, and I think Laneford's kind of stepped up. Even this there, year. Henry should have taken like four or five more steps than he has, in I, my opinion. He He's was, supposed to be the leader of this team. I think he is. Hank, I'm, I'm, I'm with you to an extent because like Henry's good, dude. People will talk about you know, you know Collins. You mentioned earlier, and I agree with you. It's like you know, Izzo needs to run more sets for Henry and stuff like that. Yeah, and like he does. play him more in general. But then it's also like Henry, dude. Henry, take it, take it. it. Yeah. Say I'm going. Give me the the ball. Yeah, I don't know. He oh, almost just slipped there. <laughs> that yeah, not yeah, right. that, yeah. FCC compliance. Yeah, yeah come yeah. after TB. Yeah, but uh, at good green and white report today, boys. It's great to be back in the studio. Yeah, good stuff. We'll see it, if the Spartans make the tournament. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I mean, next they, time we talk, we'll know, probably. Nah, that game on Tuesday, but to Henry Menendros, killing it in the producer chair. Trent Bally. Everyone's Collins, a winner. Follow us on our social media platforms at WDBM Sports. Tweet at us, hashtag GW Report. Podcast form will be up probably sometime tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Green White Report. See you guys next week. You have been listening to The Green and White Report on WDBM. For all your sports news and notes, go to impact89fm.org sports.